What's going on, everybody? Cali Death Podcast back once again, episode 62. I'm here with my resident homies, as always. By the way, I never really introduced myself. I'm Anthony, by the way. These guys are my resident homies, Joel, Joseph, and Casey. Joseph's back. What up, dude? Fucking traveled hardcore to get back <laughs> home. He's here. What up? Shout Professor out. is back again. And yeah. Uh, yeah, dude, thank you for coming and hanging out with us on Friday again. And, um, uh, you know, if you're new to this, uh, we just talk to cool people about music and life and all that other shit. So hang out and fucking grab a beer and kick it with us, dude. And uh, thanks to all the longtime subscribers. If you haven't subscribed, hit that button for us, dude. It helps out a lot, dudes and chicks. Um, but yeah, before we get into this real quick, I got another plug. Same as last week, only in Anthony Traffany fashion. I fucked it up last week. You know, I always, if you got your bingo card, Anthony mispronounces something that was right in the beginning of the podcast last uh, episode, but uh, Battle Forged Coffee, that's our homies in uh, Deeds of Flesh, Jacoby, Ivan, and Mike. They're launching uh, January 11th. The website's open right now, battleforgedcoffee.com. You can go there and order right now, but officially they're, they're launching January 11th be super awesome if you guys can help support uh, a new company from our friends you know that from the fucking pioneers of this shit basically and and i've been telling them i've been telling everybody that i've been drinking it and it's fucking great dude it really is i'm like a coffee snob i do my shit fucking french press i fucking got it my own grinder i do all that shit i make sure that i do it right and this is definitely a fucking quality quality bag of coffee dude and um so please go check out battleforgedcoffee.com go order you can get five pound bags of beans that's probably what i'm gonna do dude because i grind my shit at home so but yeah hit them up they got swag they got other shit too i think k cups you can order on just hit it up dude battleforged.com dude not barrelforged.com <laughs> battleforged.com all right through that yes i did it um, <laughs> today we got a special guest, uh, you, a couple of our, uh, res my resident homies and bandmates have toured with this guy. Um, his band, super sick white chapel, uh, his older brothers, Fred Savage. This is Ben Savage. What's going on? Hey, what's up guys? Uh, it's, it's good. Good to talk, talk to you guys. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't help, but fucking make it. I, I actually wanted to make a better joke than I just did, but at least I still said, that so oh, i'm sure he's never man. heard it too <laughs> never macho man Fred Savage. like being kidnapped in little monsters dude i don't know what? I nobody's no nobody got that reference no, i remember that it's, that's all that's an old i thought so i actually randomly like searched just to like look up because before episodes i'll be like ben savage like i randomly looked up and it like came up with all i thought his name was ben savage is it fred savage well, Fred Savage is the There's older two. brother. Ben Savage is yeah. uh, Boy Meets World. Oh, that's what I was seeing. Okay. So, yeah, dude. So, thanks so much, Ben, for being with us, dude. I mean, your band is super sick. I've listened to you guys for a long time. I actually met a couple of you guys way back in the day. Nobody probably remembers me. Joel introduced me to you guys. And, uh, but yeah, I've always been a, a, a fan of your band. You know, that you guys have always been on my radar. And, um, and th the fact that you guys did, uh, the decrepit birth tours and, and, and toured with other homies of mine and, and stuff too. I just, you know, I'm interested in you and your band and your, your upbringing. And, yeah. um, you, so cool. 
before we get to it, you got anything you want to plug? I mean, you guys just put out an album about a month ago or so. Uh, yeah, new album Kin um, came out uh, November first, and uh, yeah, it, um, so we waited on it for about a year, but it's been done since like January twenty twenty one. So it's just with everything that's gone on, it you know it took that long to release, but yeah, you think it's that's out, like it's out and about. Was that like a strategy? Because I was thinking like, because it was, you know, pandemic is obviously a new thing for people to deal with. Was it like to, you know, that people are going to be listening to more music at home to like release it earlier? Or is it just because, you know, you guys are like a hardcore, constantly touring band. It probably makes more sense to re- like basically when things open up to release it. Yeah, it was just a a myriad of things that came about. I mean, it was just uh, the artwork was painted. And it had to be had to be complete. It took a couple months for that, and then the pressing plants were backed up, and um, and then just uh, we just wanted to wait, I guess, just because we didn't know when um we we're gonna tour again. So yeah, did, so did your um is uh, it wife or fiance? Wife, yeah. Jillian so your wife, she it. she painted it, right? Okay, yeah, that's mm-hmm. awesome, man. That's really cool yeah yeah she killed it she's 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 like scholared in it and uh so she she knew what to how to accomplish it fuck yeah hell yeah dude i love you know sourcing from the closest to you know because the closest people to you are really gonna like get to or get something to as close of your vision because they know yeah. you more than anybody else you know so if they, so, they kind of sure know guys, the language that yeah. you guys speak as you know this is what we want and then she knows how to like translate that the best you know mm-hmm. versus or not the best but like be- better than most other artists that wouldn't even know you you know yeah i mean i'm sure you guys have de- dealt with it you know being in your bands like like you know just waiting on that email to come in with the mm-hmm. artwork mm-hmm. Like, yeah uh, yeah and then you see it God, and you got like, notes and you're like Ugh. oh man it's this most stressful thing like it's like because you you know you got to rely on someone else and uh you know you got to trust trust him to you know bring your musical vision you know make it the best it can be and uh visually and uh you know sometimes it comes back and you're just like oh god mm-hmm. it's happened done? to every single <laughs> album i've done <laughs> yeah it's, oh god what have we done and then there's like a deadline and then it's like you just try to salvage it by you know okay maybe if you do this and this we can i could live with myself mm-hmm. um but yeah so it was cool you know just being out she's like literally painted it right beside me so i was just able to you know, Put your two cents in whenever you could. Yeah. 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 Well, that's awesome, dude. And, um, and so I'm glad to hear about the new album and we are going to get to that, but the format of the show is we want our guests to take us back as far as they can go in their memory. Take me back to childhood. Um, and when music clicked with you, like it wasn't just something else. It was like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm being drawn towards this, you know, and, and whatever age that happened, you know, how, how long did it take before you to pick up an instrument, all that stuff, dude, who, who fed you music, all that shit. We love it all. Okay. Well, my dad uh, was a gymnastics coach in, uh, in Knoxville, Tennessee. And 
him and my mom were both are both gymnastics coaches and they owned a gym there and uh i was basically just like always in the gym like always running around and like since i was a baby like um do you still do it today no no i mean i can i could do a handstand you know and yeah if i try backflip like i don't know i'm not like i i have like five years ago i could do a good backflip but like not i don't know not i wouldn't do it anymore it might like jolt like i've I've done it recently and it like jolted my blood and it felt like i was like i don't know it was like when i landed i don't know it's like just getting older yeah yeah (laughs) it's it's weird but um yeah the older gym guys there's always like older like uh older guys in the gym and they're you know they're the cool guys and uh they would like listen to like music over the, the stereo of the gym like uh rage against the machine her bomb track over like the gym speakers and i was like what the hell is this yeah and then um you know what they listened to and my dad was kind of influenced by like what they listen what they listened to too and he would like buy like cds of like tool or not no not cds but cassettes like Mm -hmm. tool and um your dad would buy the tool tapes yeah nice dude yeah he I had enema on cassette and we'd like drive to to a gymnastics practice and we just listen to you know, the, the tape of enema oh, yeah. and eulogy was always my favorite song. Cause it had that like, and then it, mm-hmm. you know, it, it just had cool sounds to it. Um, you know, and as a kid, like sounds are just like the coolest thing. It's like, Whoa, that's a weird. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so they listened to, I really like corn a lot too, like at the gym. Um, How old are you but, at this time, though? Uh, ten. Okay. Very nine or ten. Very very influential and, uh, age. Yeah. Yeah, I mean they were. Yeah, so like the older guys in the gym really influenced me, and you know my mom, she played guitar, so she showed me like my first chords whenever we got a my guitar. She showed me like in an a major you know you'd kind of like finger it like that and do that and um and then you know my uncle he plays guitar so he play um went to go stay at his house and he whipped out his electric that was the first time i saw like an electric guitar in like the flesh like with an amp because he Mm -hmm. had like a a crate tube amp like with like a a separate speaker or it might have been a solid state i don't even know but then it had like, you know, that cab and I was like, whoa, that's, that's heavy duty. And, uh, <laughs> he started playing like Ted Nugent stranglehold on it. And, you know, I remember sweet child of mine, you know, he whipped that out and I was like, saw his fingers doing that thing, you know, that sweet child of mine stuff. And I was like, that's, you know, it sounded like magic. Um, right. mm. so it made me want to, you know, pick up guitar and, so were you just playing your mom's guitars until you finally, when, when's the time that you said, uh, parents, I need a guitar. Um, uh, man, I, yeah, just, I just wanted a guitar cause I wanted to, I don't know. Um, just like, I remember high that, school was a pre high no, school. No, no, it was, uh, it was like 10, 11 years old. Oh, same around 11 that time. years okay. old. Yeah, same, same time. But uh, yeah. 
remember I wanted to learn that riff in uh, that Kid Rock song, Ba with the Ba. Nice. I wanted to learn that one. Oh, uh, fuck, dude. I remember eating my cereal before school and just being like, fuck, when is the song over? Because you can't tap more at the time. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to hear just a heavy riff. There you go. I think that was on Now That's What I Call Music 4. It's on Now? Wait, number four? I For some reason, I have that. because I know that I had the version with that song on there. Wow, that's and that was like the heavy dude. song on the CD. Dude, it's crazy, like how long uh, yeah, ago yeah. that fucking was. As far as like, I was just talking about on recent podcasts about like how, like Nirvana and stuff is like classic rock now. <laughs> it's like it's on the classic rock stations, and like, yeah, it's like now we're just before you know it, like, you know, it's fucking you're you know in your late thirties. So boom, it's like you're old now. Like fucking now you're. You're now you're your dad telling other people about like dude this fucking band back in the day was fucking you know you know what I mean like it just happens that yeah. quickly. It does. When did that switch happen? Like can we can we pinpoint it or sneak up on us? The <laughs> <laughs> slow, yeah, slow creep. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So well, yeah. you get so it's ten eleven. You get the guitar. Yeah. Bawa so, Tabah goes uh, down. Bawa Tabah goes down. That was uh, now five, actually. Sorry. It was now five. Okay, cool. Yeah. Thanks. So you get home from school. <laughs> that's all you You're playing Bob with What the year was that? Um, 90. I would say 97. Nine? Seven, 98. I would say 99. 99. Joseph, 99. professor, coming yeah, through so, hard. Uh, so that, yeah, actually. that checks out. Oh, uh, 2000. Okay. Joel would have won. So I was like. Price is right was, numbers, dude. Yeah, so I was like 12. I was like 12. But I'm sure I knew some songs before then. You know, I learned uh, Free Fallen, Tom Petty. Oh, yeah. Nice. That's, uh, you know, you got that D chord and you the D major and you kind of, you know, just do the pinky. It's a good exercise. Oh, yeah. And then um, got guitar lessons and uh, this guy named Kenny James. And uh, he taught me the blues scale and... Uh, yeah, and then you know we'd always do the lessons like for the first part of the lesson. Then at the end, he'd teach me like uh, a song I wanted to learn. So I think the song was um, "Welcome to the Jungle." The da 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 da. Another one he taught me was "Inner Sandman." Oh yeah, but and he he comes from like a jazz blues background, so he t- taught me in like this cool like you know he, he was playing chords, you know that that uh that triad, you know, an inner Sandman, and I never seen that shape before. I remember that was really cool, and Definitely. uh yeah, and just learning the, the power chord, and you know you could just use the power chord and yeah anywhere and it, once you yeah, use, once just... you find out the power chord it's fucking like it's like <laughs> it's... what the fuck dude i can like play like yeah all of a sudden like all the nirvana songs and all the punk songs are just open to you it's like you yeah can just do, like you can do whatever you just move it to a, what and it's, you know what i mean like that that's like yeah i think pretty much for most metal musicians in general it's got to be like the biggest step for a guitar player is like once you put that root and fifth together and you just start sliding it around you're like dude this is and then like I would start form op- forming opinions like, all right, well, 
like these bands only use that well fuck them dude. you know what I, mean? I started being like, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, yeah. why don't you use that pinky a little bit why don't you, why don't you pivot <laughs> exactly exactly yeah you start like finding out who's like you know because people would always make fun of bands before like before i started playing guitar they'd be like oh that band's just a four chord blah blah and i was like i don't even know what that means it, the song's good so and then you start learning it like, yeah. oh, okay i got it <laughs> yeah then you start growing you know getting opinions yeah, yeah. exactly exactly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well. oh yeah so, so so you had you had a guitar at this time so did you actually at when you were learning fucking ba with the ba did you have like a strat squire or what did you have i had a yamaha pacifica oh nice my friends uh my dad's friend's son sold me a pacifico or pacifica pacifica oh nice dude that's my hometown dude that's where i'm at right now pacifica california (laughs) oh hell yeah it was probably probably born here dude right on the beach next to taco bell dude it was a nice tobacco sunburst body so it was probably like right you know oh yeah it's by the, the sweet sunrise Taco Bell Sunburst, did you say? Taco Bell Sunburst. (laughs) There's also a Chrysler Pacifica. So if you were playing a Yamaha Pacifica in a Chrysler Pacifica (laughs) while driving on Highway 1 in Pacifica, dude, you'd be the sickest motherfucker ever, dude. (laughs) Oh, my God. That'd be Inception. That's a meme right there. You're just... In Pacifica, that we were making the Taco Bell jokes because they literally have like the nicest Taco the Bell, most like famous in the world. Taco Bell in the world, is right down the street from you. It's dude. on the beach in like one of the nicest beaches. It looks like fucking Hawaii there, and the only the only building there is a fucking Taco Bell. And Still just the like, same, fucking and they won't give it up. They're like, Bell, fuck, dude. like we got it. This is our spot. This is they're our like, spot. dude, we serve beers, dude. It's fucking, oh, it's right. better, dude. It's better. And then you go there, and it's, it's the same old shitty fucking food, dude. <laughs> same old god. But at least you look out the window, and you're like, there's the cold ass ocean that I can't go swim in right now because it's too fucking. <laughs> freezing <laughs> i wonder if they have any like fire sauce drinks or a fireball fire sauce shot dude a diablo drink dude like fucking <laughs> <laughs> well you know how they, they they add like chili and stuff to like drinks and, and candy and shit in mexico so yeah it doesn't make, it make sense i've had a like a habanero uh margarita that was actually like spicy like you're oh, like yeah. oh shit dude this is crazy okay so let's let's get it let's move it from there dude so like you get that guitar and uh or are we already past what i'm about to ask right now i just we'll just yeah just we'll figure it out um but yeah dude so that's your first guitar and and you got everybody feeding you music you got people teaching you songs mom uncle yeah so so the ball just it snowballs from there then Snowballs from there. Yeah, just, you know, keep playing songs and um, learning songs. And uh, then um, when I went uh, to a magnet school in middle school. So it was like a, it wasn't my necessarily sanctioned school, like where I was like down the street from me. It was a school that had like other classes like orchestra and like, I guess band where you could actually play guitar. And that's what like interested me in that. So that's a, that sounds um, like definitely a Tennessee thing. Cause like Tennessee's like the music kind of capital of the world, you know, it's like, doesn't seem like it. And like, I mean, I've heard about it like overseas and stuff yeah. like with like in Europe and stuff, but I've never seen that like in America really. Um, yeah, I mean, a bunch of, uh, you know, cities have it just magnet schools are usually like in a, 
more inner city areas. But the, uh, yeah, the uh, school is just expanded with like more classes to like bring different people in, you know, from all over the city. Um, and uh, yeah, so I tried out for the jazz band and I played like, you know, like Stairway to Heaven as a tryout and I got in and um, that's where I met the guys that visually formed my first band called Psychotic Behavior. Psychotic and, Behavior, uh, huh? Nice. Is there, mm-hmm. any, is there any demos or anything out of that? Uh, yeah, there's like a live video on YouTube. And there might be, I don't know if our Pure Volume website's still up or... <laughs> Pure, <laughs> pure volume. Holy shit. Uh, um, but there might be some songs on on YouTube. Uh, but we were, um, yeah, we did a bunch. I mean, we were. Was that covers? Or, like no, originals. Years. Originals. We started doing covers because our mm-hmm. drummer Nija, uh, he he. Um, every time we take a break from, like playing the jazz band stuff, like we would just do like songs like big bad bill um and i mean just like simple like little songs like uh just stuff that's like da 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 you know it's getting a whole classroom of you know kids you know to play that in unison you know that's like big band style or what would that be uh yeah because we had trombones trumpets and stuff and yeah. uh drums and nija psychotic behaviors drummer like in between practices or like like a you know group band practice he would jump on the drum set he would kick kyle off the drum set it's a little <laughs> he's a little scrawny scrawny guy so it was like easier mm-hmm. to kick off the drum set <laughs> Move out of the way. and then we play um we just do like a play like a faster version of smells like teen spirit and Nijo was like he stood out because he did this thing like with the toms the low toms he would just be super fast and and then he'd go and hit the snare like fast and he'd do that and that was impressive like his hands could move that fast and um and uh go to find out like later like um he's actually the son of the samurai celestial which is he played drums in sun raw oh, okay. uh, in the 80s oh wow uh, samurai celestial played drums in sun raw in the 80s but uh he died whenever Nija was really young but Nija mm-hmm. always had this great uh great musical ability um uh, mm-hmm. That was just kind of in him. And um, he definitely, like, knowing him helped me get better, like, as a musician, just really, like, you know, he just was real well-rounded and, like, like theory and uh, or just, like, understanding feel and, like, all that. And, uh, and so, so met- you weren't really you weren't really familiar with that stuff until you met him, the theory and all that stuff? Um, a little bit like blues and stuff, but like, just like kind of writing songs, he kind of helped, yeah. uh, cause he would always like write songs and I never, uh, 
known really met anybody my age that wrote songs so he's you know, it's just, a, that, that's um, a, I'm, i was just thinking it's like a really good fucking thing for somebody who's um new and ambitious and then to come across somebody like that who who shows yeah. you okay now this is how you know you, you can get this far and then you're like okay there's another stepping yeah. stone you know and and mm-hmm. and we all need people like that especially at the early stages you know uh-huh. so, so totally i mean it it just we're going to get to it, but it shows why you're super talented, you know? So keep going. Oh, thanks, though. So we're, yeah, yeah, for sure. dude. No, I mean, it all makes sense. It all ties in. And I love that. It's like, yeah, people need these, these like things, not need them, but when these things happen throughout the, the journey of getting to where we are now, like those are big fucking like bonuses along the way to actually meet somebody else who's a little bit further or not even a little bit further, but just sees it in a different way to show you, push you in a different direction. And then you yeah. end up gathering it all together and becoming you, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Just like these people, it's like, you know, just very you know important landmarks mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. Know, in, in your life. Um, but uh, that's, um, I met, my friend Louie, he's like, he's my best friend um, through Vine, the magnet school that we all went to. And the reason we went over, we joined the magnet school in the first place was because my best friend in, in elementary school, Andrew Bledsoe, his parents were all about like doing that. And I like going to a different middle school. Because um, um, the middle school that we were assigned to go to was just uh i mean it was kind of like half the school was in like a trailer park like in trailer parks in the back of the school like you know the classrooms and stuff and it was like there wasn't like much any band or really anything there and he's my best friend so i wanted to you know go wherever he was going Mm -hmm. and he ended up being the singer of our band he had a really great singing voice and his dad was actually uh, the news uh, head news editor of the Knoxville News Sentinel. So he like interviewed everybody that came into town. Like he interviewed Art Kelly. Oh shit! He interviewed uh, Hill. He's interviewed Michael Akerfelt uh, from nice. Opeth whenever they play. Yeah, and he's so just going to his house as a kid too, and just seeing like all like because he got like free promo CDs from everywhere. And just seeing like his musical room and stuff, it was like really, it was really cool. Really oh yeah, cool he give you access it. to everything, and you'd just be like, "What's this?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just getting all those, all those promotional copy CDs, and just you know listening to stuff in Andrew's room and playing PS Two Time Splitters, you know. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. hell yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, Time Splitters was so, a video game, by the way. That yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the one with the little pedal that you had to. That was the pedal one where you had to like turn the corner. Yeah, you kids that don't know what a PS2 yeah. is. Yeah, <laughs> PS2. That's fucking way back, dude. It really is. Now that you think about it, mm-hmm. even yeah, getting an original PlayStation like oh, I got it like when it first came out for Christmas. Uh, my yep. grandma, my grandma it was pretty funny. Quick story. She like gave me this little train. She's kind of like ripping on. She's actually even quicker story. My uh, uh, grandparents met at the Grand Ole Opry. That's where they actually 
even why I'm even here. My, my grandfather played Damn. piano. Oh, yeah, at the dude, I remember you telling me yeah, about yeah. your grandfather, dude. Yeah. That's yeah. Amazing. So he played with like, like, you know, Dolly Parton and Hank Williams senior and like all like the, at, at the, he was like the, he actually was on tour in the fifties, which is fucking insane to me, but insane. Yeah. He wow. was uh, just an insane crazy. pianist and she was like a reporter or something for, or something she was documenting in a report because back then there was no like recording it was all live you know so she did like the live streams <laughs> i don't want to call it a stream back then but <laughs> live of broadcast yeah of, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah but uh tune in tune in yeah. to one radio <laughs> station <laughs> tonight oh my god but uh I forgot where I was going with the grandma thing. I just got the grand well, old Aubrey, the, you great. got you got the PS one. Oh, yeah. Her. So my grandma gave me a train. It was like, I know, Jesus, <laughs> give me a train. Yeah. She's all, do you want the train or the, the mystery box? And I was like, fuck, she's all the train has $200 in it. And I was like, oh, was shit, like, dude. back then, $200. This is like PS one just came out. So it's like this brand new, like, you know, and also you got to think about like inflation. It's also like five hundred dollars for the PS One back then. So that yeah. that means like it's twelve hundred dollars yeah. today. Like it's like a twelve hundred dollar thing. So like, I'm just going like fuck. I know she she's also super fucking funny and fucks with me a bunch and like she's like constantly joking tell. around with this with and this so, little scenario right here. So I immediately took the two hundred dollars. I t- I was like, I was like oh. one in the hand, two in the bush thing. I was like one in the hand, two in the bush. She's like, all right, well I guess I'll just play this thing and it was a brand new playstation i was like god what? <laughs> like, like what the fuck and like it was there was like one game out for it it was like super new it was insane but uh you should have yeah. offered her 200 bucks for it dude no i did she was fucking with me she just she knew 200 like, here have it all dude well as a kid like if you get a 20 dollar fucking you know gift or a 20 dollar card from your grandma you're like good for like as a kid, you don't have any other expenses to pay. You're good for like like three months. Dude, <laughs> like, that's like, bucks. yeah, that's yeah. a shopping spree at Toys R Us back in yeah, the so fucking 200, early 90s, 10 times that? Like, I was yeah, like, I can't even imagine. Yeah, so she messed with me. I was like, no, nah, I'm just going to take it back. And, you know, she did the whole thing and like totally like fucked with me for a while, but actually gave it to me. And it was just <laughs> me in like the side room at her house just for like fucking like four days. Like couldn't <laughs> sleep. It was just like. Like it was literally the only games that were like there was two demos to play and there was like a dinosaur that you could walk around like it was like a <laughs> it was like a, it was like the the first like test beta game that they had and it was just mm-hmm. a dinosaur walking around there was nothing you could do it just made it roar and it looked all sick it wasn't like a fucking like a Mega Man it was like a real looking dinosaur so I was like this is insane you know that was now uh, if you watch the gameplay of that now and say um just now you'd be like dude that oh yeah yeah be like it's so, so like blocky and shit probably and looks all like shit and actually so, that was the first generation two of those things were like that was the first one to shit out too so it was like it was 599 dollars and they sold out immediately but like it was also the first one to like die in two months <laughs> like <laughs> so like you had to like make it so you had to actually turn it upside down to make it work to hold a laser in place or something because the laser that was oh. reading the disc couldn't it started like getting off the rails or something and you had to put it upside down to play games. And I was like, and they became like $300 like six months later. And I was like, fuck, dude, I got the expensive shitty one. It's pretty tight. But anyways, the first run, the first run of those things, <laughs> dude. Yeah. I don't want to keep on going with it, but You're the first right. run of most shit is always going to have the bugs in it. It's like the second. I always, yeah, second I always wait. Just wait. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Wait for the second rollout. All right. You learned a lesson though. No, I did. Actually, that, that actually is a Good long time lesson. lesson. I do that with all electronics or everything in life. It's like, I just wait. Like when something comes up, this brand new, I'm like, all right, let's just wait. And let's let people test this out for a while and mm-hmm. figure it out. And then even with 
could go guitar equipment like brand new like the fractal stuff i'm like i'm just gonna wait <laughs> like it's like Tosin yeah. was all showing me the fractal when it just came out he's just all do the fucking fractal it's the new wave of what and he's just all like he has to like change the sounds like on these little tiny blocks on a screen i'm like that looks like a nightmare dude i don't want to do that <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh i'm sweating I'm getting nervous. <laughs> yeah but anyways that's oh, that was a lesson right. playstation weeds dude so we were on uh, what was it what was the time splitter game what is that yeah yeah so we just listen to music and play video games nice and then uh and you know uh so that was in middle school like when i first started uh my first band psychotic behavior and um how long did yeah, that last I mean, uh, six years oh uh, wow dude. phil actually yeah well we were banned for three four years just the four of us and a big i'd say a big influence was uh louis our bass players parents david thal and vicky thal they they had a garage with a like uh and they let us jam there so we actually had a space to go to and that's very important another key thing that yeah a key you need a space so they let us go there and, and play around and you know we just we we do cover songs um you know like uh pod alive and yeah. you know but just with like a whole band and andrew be singing too so you know just kind of you know, simple songs that you know we could pull off and then we started writing our own songs uh you know because then we discovered drop d tuning and that just changed the game you could just you know play these chords and you know, all you gotta do is just do a little thing <laughs> so was it like a, and then dude open and then you know open and you know yeah yeah it, it, was it like yeah. a potluck of ideas or was there one main guy you maybe for no is everyone was doing everyone was doing stuff sometimes nice, nice. coming with a full song um you know louis would come in with a riff and then i would fill in the gaps but just you know simple verse chorus first chorus bridge chorus mm-hmm. stuff and you know then we started then we got better and we started like adding like you know like a little break between the verse and the chorus like a little you know adding little sections to to songs Mm -hmm. that you know aren't just like normal pop structures yeah um so i feel like that was the sweet spot of our band we started because we had like an era where we you know did covers and we kind of wrote simple songs that we wrote you know more thought out simpler songs but just like with more class and then we just started writing just just like linear songs with like five different genres in one you know five minute song Mm -hmm. that's when we started going like yeah, it started getting a little too crazy. Get a little but, weird and abstract. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Phil, our Whitechapel's vocalist, joined Psychotic Behavior whenever we were like in that middle period writing, you know, cooler, cooler. What stuff. was what was Phil doing like back then? What was he doing when he joined? He played guitar. He played. He was a second guitar. So I was a. 
I was the sole guitarist for like three or four years. And then, so Phil, once we get to, went to high school, we all went to our regular high schools. It wasn't a magnet high school. We just all went back to public regular yeah. public high school. And Phil was in this class with Louie, psychotic like behavior's bass player. And he did, he was, uh, it was called the history of rock and roll class. So it was just like, you know, it's like a, it's a cool little class you could take. Totally. You, know, so you got six periods. I was like one semester, you know, and they, and they dude, I can't make it, dude. For, I got to study for my Beatles test, dude. I know. Yeah. <laughs> that was cool. I wish I had a history of rock and roll class, but they, they bonded over. They could both do backflips. Like Phil could do a backflip and Louie could do a backflip. And they both like started, you know, doing backflips in class and, you know, impressing people. And Phil said he played guitar and, you know, Lou's like, oh, we, I got a band. We could, um, should, uh, I can do a backflip too. <laughs> I can do a backflip yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then, you know, one thing led to another. Then we, um, started getting into harmonies and we couldn't just do harmonies, you know, just with one guitar. So we needed a second guitarist and we started getting more into, uh, like metal core, like I know kill switch engage, um, Alive or just breathing that album. Killer record, dude. That one was big. Yeah. And that had a lot of like harmonies and, and stuff yeah. to it. So we wanted to do that. And so Phil came and tried out and, I remember what impressed me about him was like his, his really fast was like his fingers. He did this like little like run. It was like, you know, seven and eighth frets, but it kind of like went up and he went back down and he could do pinch harmonics really well. Cause he loved cannibal corpse. Like cannibal corpse was his favorite band Hell of yeah. all time. Um, I remember Phil was older than us. He was like three years older than us. So he had a car. Uh, so he's like a senior when you're a freshman or a junior when you're a freshman? He's like a senior when we were Wow. Okay. Uh sophomores. Sophomores. Okay. okay. Yeah. So yeah, he came and picked me up and I looked through his like CD book and it was just like straight death metal. Like he had Campbell Corpse's discography, Dying Fetus's discography. He had like Hemdale. Uh, oh shit, Morti- Mortician, cuts, dude. Yeah, he had like Mortician's like discography. He had like Impaled's discography. Impaled was Phil's favorite band. So yeah, he probably went off of record labels just like we because you just mentioned three re- relapse bands, yeah. and then I'm sure he had a, like a whole metal blade. It was just the same thing as me, dude. It's I went yeah. through. You go, you find your record labels that you know that you can trust to give you like the quality shit and yeah. re- relapse was that that record yeah. label for me dude totally yeah so yeah it's like impaled and hemorrhage that mm-hmm. band uh, oh yeah and um so i was like man yeah some, some crazy shit like i had like <laughs> <laughs> like and, and phil would just smoke cigarettes like and drive and just listen to death metal and, like we <laughs> yeah yeah go to practice and uh yeah he tried out and he'd always like like when he tried to, he'd like play and then he'd like look up and like look around at everybody, like with his eyes. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> we were like, if we were like, you know, like, oh shit, this guy's. <laughs> so he's just 
and just playing some. But I remember his pinch harmonics was was really sick. And yeah, I mean he he joined the band and you know we uh, actually started playing some shows. The first show was in a friend's party. At, so this is still with the old the other vocalist you were talking about though. So he's Phil's just he's playing just playing guitar. guitar right right yeah, yeah okay. he's just doing guitar. Yeah, and then um, so yeah, we it's like caught a behavior for. Phil's in the band for like two years after Phil joined. And then we kind of broke up because like we just uh, graduated high school. And I guess everyone was, you know, kind of, I mean, life was more like chaotic, I guess, after you graduate high school. It's like hard to keep, you know, keep a band together, you know, when you're that young, you know, you got girlfriends and you don't and, know what you want to do you know, with your life ambitions and and everyone kind of going, spreads everyone kind of like goes yeah, yeah. Oh, i'm, I'm, moving oh, I'm going to this yeah. college and yep yep yeah so it's yeah so we kind of it fizzled fizzled out and that formed like uh we formed another band um that's when we formed white chapel because i we could we could write songs because Phil had a friend, Brandon Cagle, who who had a house, or no, he didn't have a house, but he lived with his mom, and in this basement, he had, like, a drum set, and, a, and like, a, you know, a J- Marshall JCM 800, and he had, like, a computer with PC Drummer on it, and we've never, I've never, like, like, been, like, had, like, free reign to, like, just, like, you know, at a at a drum machine to like write yeah. songs before I've always just been in a room with somebody and done that. Programming drums and, uh, is super fun. If you're like stoked on it, it's actually super fun. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, you know, when you first discover it, you're like, what the, <laughs> I can God. make a double blaze bomb blast right now Girl, we can, with, we can, my, we can, with my mouse. Girl, yeah. I can fire this guy. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, you're not. Yeah. So we just, so we, um, started like writing songs like just me phil and brandon cagle who brandon cagle does our sound now he's our sound guy but uh yeah but he was the first guitarist next to me in Whitechapel. um but he got in a motorcycle wreck and like his arm got fucked up that's right i know i've met him before definitely yeah bummer yeah so it was fun we could like write songs record guitars and uh phil could do vocals so phil was like oh he, like in psychotic behavior he'd like experiment with like death metal vocals live like he had i remember one show we played in psychotic behavior he was like he had the guitar like this and he had the microphone stand like down low so he could like power stance mm-hmm, and, do vocals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh but yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, you c- I could tell he's really, you know, passionate person, and he always took it, uh, you know, what he did very seriously. So I was like, kind of drawn to it. That's well, I wanted to form, you know, a band with him after psychotic behavior fell out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when did the uh, psychotic behavior project dissolved? What year was that? Probably 2004. Okay. 
and and right out of the wake of that was wait maybe was, maybe 2005 2004 or five yeah after the okay. wake of that we formed a band i formed a band with nija and louis called focus the spy and that was more like technical sort of metal mm-hmm. um who would you like at the end of psychotic behavior we were, we were we were writing just like crazy songs we were just we got really into between the buried and me nice and you know their songs are kind you know were like was it instrumental the place no no it was vocals on it okay at the end of psychotic behavior yeah andrew was still doing vocals but andrew nice. didn't like like the kind of style we we're going in either because you know you can't really he couldn't like he didn't want to do like all these different styles in one song mm-hmm. he wanted to you know stick to more just like straightforward stuff my, to where this is my lane i just want to stay in this lane yeah yeah and you know us you know it's just wanting to explore you know we we did that and phil didn't like you know getting all crazy all over the place either like he liked you know like the death metal stuff where you could you know you could stick to a riff and really get into it um you know whereas like a lot of the progger stuff they'll might hit like a cool cool section but they only play it like once and then mm-hmm. they'll go on to something else mm-hmm. but that's the stuff we started like doing and you know nija nija wrote like uh you know a lot of music to it too and he like already had songs done so it was like you know it's like uh it was like a little room for our own kind of input on it so yeah on the music so it's like you know it's just bound to happen bound to you know fizzle out and then we kind of started projects andrew did like his solo stuff he's like a pianist too and he and he sing and he sang, sings too and um uh, and he was an incredible singer and his piano playing is beautiful too um so he yeah. did that and, and then me louie and Nija started focus the spy and then me and phil did Whitechapel. so so uh, obviously the the was jack the ripper kind of reference with Whitechapel was that like uh how did that name because it seems like when yeah. i first saw it i was like i was kind of like huh but oh yeah i get it at the same time it kind of like had like a it caught me like immediately like because i mean i just noticed with you guys like immediately you guys like fucking just shot up and were just like you were there you know what i mean like you had mm-hmm. you had all the like kind of stars aligning of like like a, a style and a, and a name that's not like fucking it's like prevail the yeah. whatever you know what i mean it's like it's not like a, a normal like yeah. a name which is kind of like a bam name and i like it actually stuck out to me i was like oh what's this band cool. all about yeah that's cool yeah um yeah because we um yeah we were we had you know so during myspace times and like during myspace there was like you know tons of music coming out like you know all the time like there was like you know so i heard about john for a cowboy and animosity and suicide silence mm-hmm. and then you know you could go digger deeper than that i remember hearing that band gut rot and be like shit what the oh yeah (laughs) totally (laughs) Totally. you know you just yeah and then um yeah so yeah myspace you know it's like a lot of yeah once that world came about you could kind of you know see like how you can separate yourself from like others 
totally. and also Other network X. too like network so many, yeah so many people i still am friends with today it all was myspace where it started yeah. you know i came across odious on myspace i was a fan before i was in the band and yeah me too you know and and mm-hmm. okay it was it was it, so many other projects or other people in the in the community that I've, i'm still in touch with today it started on myspace it's well wild. like, like what, the cool the cool thing with myspace that like i remember like with odious and stuff that was a huge deal was like getting on someone's top eight dude like if you got on like <laughs> oh, we, yeah. we got on job for yeah. cowboys top eight we got we got on uh yeah like Al, Al, a cannibal corpse or alex webster one of the two i think it's alex webster's top eight was a soul like had us at the top or something and we're just like what the fuck? Like we don't even know you. Like you're like yeah, our like yeah. a legend to us, and we have no idea. Yeah. And, uh, just that getting was a big deal, someone, dude. Yeah, yeah. Just like we would like go home and just be like, dude, what the fuck? Do we're on fucking Alex Webster's top? Eight. That was like that was the <laughs> thing, that was the thing though. That was like yeah. that was that was currency back then. You know. What was One the day we'll have him though? on it the was, podcast. Was it <laughs> the uh, was it the friends list or was it like you know who who, who you choose to be like on your? Well, top yeah, it's like yeah, you chose, list, but you, chose it, it. But you only see like eight, yeah, eight people. So you choose your top eight that people right. everybody okay. sees. I just put I put I just put right. bands on there because imagine how quickly like imagine top with that eight. format how many fucking friends were lost like you know like oh, you, yeah. have, you have eight people that you can choose from like you have like you know like Frank and Sam and blah blah and then like it's like like jeff is just like dude what the fuck dude like mm-hmm. like i thought we were yeah. top friends dude you know, like, i thought we were top friends dude i'm oh, not even in God. your top friends. friends get demoted and stuff yeah yeah it's like war it's it like, is kind it's of weird war. it's calling it's calling it's it's true it's, it's, it's well, why did you, you move know? me like that why'd you yeah why did you no yesterday I, yeah yesterday yeah. i was number one now i'm number three dude what's going yeah, on like, dude it's a conspiracy yeah. dude they're forcing you to rate your fucking friends dude. yeah yeah i know it's like you have to put your like your current girlfriend has to be like on ones. So you have to like. Oh yeah, you got a girlfriend on. on. Oh yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. Mom, mom's number two. You can <laughs> I, would, I, I told my mom points. like, yeah. yeah, I was like, mom, we're not doing the top eight. Just yeah, you don't want anything to do with that, mom. If they, yeah, yeah. If they get to a top ten, maybe there's especially because of how prevalent spaces. And the, how prevalent your mama jokes were back then. Like I'm not putting my mom up there. Like you know, it's like fucking easy pickings, you know. Oh, uh, dude, I'm fucking proud of my mom, dude. I'll fucking she's number. Yeah, but I don't zero, want someone. Dude. I don't want someone to be she's like oh, number zero. She's I know, I, I know, I know all the the that stuff. But like, I don't want someone to know my mom's name. Yeah. Back then, dude, if you think about it, it wasn't as weird. Well, I didn't. Things are a lot weirder now than it was then. Yeah. Perception wise, maybe it was still fucking weird. Back. It's crazy then. that we got to grow up, kind of like in our you know early. 20s to now with this like it was a social media era where it was like all of a sudden it's like a digital we have like these digital friends and like you know like our parents are on there and our grandma's on there and stuff and like and cannibal corpse is on there and spot up it's and not, like, to, not to call joseph out right now but i'm thinking like joseph so what year were you born 90 so myspace was high school for me so Damn. i remember i like, can't even imagine high school with it was MySpace. like obligatory you'd put your girlfriend at one and then You'd score points. You'd put all her friends as like two, three, four, or whatever. Oh, so he knows. He knows. <laughs> yeah. He there. No, I know. Okay, shit. but I'm saying that it's since that shows that like Anthony it like came to him earlier, like two thousand. No, it came to him <laughs> earlier in life. So like less of the beginning of Joseph's life was experiencing life without that shit. Oh no, know? yeah, no. I mean, sure. for for us, like literally, like 
one thing that like kind of like exploded our high school was some dude somehow got like a bunch of our email addresses and sent a mass email out to everyone. So like, and it was like, oh, well, this guy like accidentally like, you know, like it was like all these like rumors, all the high school rumors. And he sent them out anonymously to like everyone at the high school. And it was just the talk of the town. Like, mm. it was, like just did you make email. it. Did you make it in there? No, no, it wasn't that cool. Uh. But uh, <laughs> or, uh, or uh, there was like, oh, this one guy did this to this girl. And then she said, fuck, you. I don't know. It's like the, the dumbest, the dumbest stuff, like looking back on it. I wish I could actually see that email now, but oh, it was I like literally that. like the whole school. There was like fucking like administrators, like going into classes and like pulling people out to talk about it and stuff. What? It, was, it was almost like on the news how bad it was. Like it Jesus. was like, I know now it's wow. like this like full social. Like, we all have our like avatar social media thing. And we're just like. You know, that in high school, I can't even like there probably been like way more fights, probably because people would have been like, oh, you posted this. Oh, you fucking, you know, there was no you, posting anything back in high school. You know, it was just like word said or like yeah, you, la- you laughed at my post, dude. I'm fucking let's do this. <laughs> dude. I was serious about that post. Oh, dude. my God. Kids nowadays like, oh, you uh, reacted. I don't like your react, dude. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like your react. Yeah. That must be a yeah, that's a total oh, trip now. Yeah. But, yeah react, man, I saw you, you like that. That's like, oh, you liked his post or like a girl. You're like, oh, you liked her. You liked her picture she put up. All right. Well, we're done. Oh. <laughs> react nice yeah. or don't react at all, dude. Thumbs up or nothing. Dude. So when do we get to, get yeah. to talk about tour stories about with uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Casey's so over this. Week. Actually, speaking of uh, so, like, so I'm ready speaking to- tour stories. I mean, um, so when I first met Ben, we immediately like I mean, obviously, Ben, you're the chillest dude, but like. I remember like yeah, you were Joel like, and yeah. I know Ben previously. Yeah, 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 yeah. From the Suffolk we, uh, tour, we did a tour, tour. with. Uh, yeah. it, who was all on that tour again? Okay, so yeah, it was, what, how, it was Whitechapel. Water, right? No, no, it was in order. It was Suffocation, Whitechapel, Decrepit, uh, Vale of Maya, Psychroptic. Psychroptic was on there. Right? Yeah, dude, was it right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember that that Bill, uh, dude. There that was, was uh, insane. I love Psychroptic. I love all you uh, guys. I love you too, dude. Actually, no, Ben. I'm gonna I'm gonna be real with you real quick. So uh, the first show was at Jack's in Virginia. Oh yeah, good old yeah yeah yeah. So dude, I didn't know. I just knew your name, like as far as like a Whitechapel. I didn't know. I was like, because you guys shot up so quickly. You guys were like, like immediately, like bam, like like you guys were like under suffocation, like and you. I was after this is exile. Yep. Which exploded, which exploded. Like it was on Metal Blade, and then yeah, yeah, it was like the talk of the town. But I had not heard you guys yet, and um, you know, like we see, like we play and stuff like. Then you guys go after, and like literally, like the crowd was like into us, but the crowd was fucking like singing every lyric of your fucking songs, and we were just like, wow, we kind of had this like, we kind of had this kind of like, uh, you know, like. We're trying to be like a death metal, like he was like, fuck, fuck this, dude. We were, I was trying to be like that yeah, in the beginning. Yeah. I was like, I'm not, I don't like this. I wasn't, I actually, to be honest with you, in the, I was like, was forcefully yeah. like not listening to your music and just being like, whatever, dude, they're doing breakdowns. I don't like breakdowns anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was like, so like, and then we like got to know each other, hung out, and then like by show three or four, I'm like, this shit is fucking heavy as fuck. Anyways, uh, like, <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and then I actually Thanks, fast, fast forward to, um, uh new era of corruption that i've told anthony this i told so many people this like after that tour 
that album i had like a, a boom box in my fucking bathroom that i just i like to listen to music like oh, i take a shower i don't know i like the headbang i don't know hell yeah dude yeah, helps yeah, clean sure, the dude. hair faster i'm pissed that my my uh yeah. bluetooth speaker took a shit now i gotta buy a new one because i oh dude i got I one hanging from the shower head dude i got an alexa in there so i can just call out whatever song i want to hear but uh that album lived mm-hmm. in my boom box in the literally every time i took a shower i listened to it for i don't know seven months like it was like it was the perfect like shower music i was just like it was like super into it and i literally listened to that album so fucking much and like it was funny just to see like the beginning of me being like fuck these guys your music oh dude i've bent over and put i put like a shower you know in my anus (laughs) but uh in your butt dude (laughs) rocking out dude but no it it was just funny to see like the the progression of me being like fuck fucking breakdowns i don't i don't all of a sudden it's like my favorite fucking album yeah but uh well, that's, but, uh, that's that, cool. that happens yeah. a lot, dude. When you go when you go into it with like a preconceived notion, like I'm gonna be the bass player of decrepit birth, and, and also fucking- it's 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 slowly it's slightly competitive, you know. Like especially you know, like it's kind of like a match when yeah. you're younger. It's like a it's like all right, we're playing a match, like a tennis match with this band, you know. It's like it's like yeah, who can it, fucking yeah. serve, you know. It's still there. Like I mean, um, you guys remember that show we played in in the. Was it Austin? There, there was like a gunshot, like after oh, the show. Oh yeah, I do remember Everyone, that. Like, we were like in the car, and we were like in traffic, like trying to get out. Of I got trampled. Stuff. Yeah. What, what was that club in Austin? In Austin? Was what was that place? I don't think was it was Red Eno's. Seven. Red Might Seven. Red Seven. Maybe. I I, Red I, Seven. I I remember like like at that time I had a like a plastic trash can. I was like on tour with with my hardware, like for the drums. And I was like. <laughs> and it like broke on the bottom so like the like the cymbal stands were like peeking through the plastic like broke so i was like dragging it in front of that there was like a crowd of people in line and i was just dragging i, I think i've told the story before but anyways yeah <laughs> and i'm like dragging this trash can like shh, and it's like yeah like on the ground everyone's looking at me like what the fuck and i'm like <laughs> yeah the venue like all the way i remember that venue like that i remember that specific yeah thing. it was like a it was like a yeah it was like what they do in austin a bunch is like those hybrid indoor outdoor kind of it's like yeah yeah got the that. like emos or but i remember like uh but ben was like fuck yeah dude odious one i'm sick like first couple shows came up to me and was like fuck yeah yeah dude. i mean i was i was real intimidated to be honest you know play with decrepit birth and suffo like it was just like oh man we're gonna get eaten alive and then you guys just shows. chomped us oh, you guys murdered it yeah it was great well, <laughs> that was a cool tour. i mean i yeah i love love decrepit birth that was, like, my genocide. Tours, that was like sure. the heaviest shit song i've ever uh, yeah. heard you know yeah totally. it's like i couldn't write it's just like <laughs> our stuff seemed like real like simple you know compared to that and i was just like man these guys are just yeah, but you guys. Yeah, I mean, I was just, you know, it's intimidating. But you and, guys like um, got the crowd slamming, like it was insane. It was so good, and you guys were great on stage. I mean, all the bands were great that tour. It was good. It was fun. That bill yeah, sounds know, fucking insane. It sounds everything for me. Like they hit all the corners of what I love on that tour. It when totally. it comes to extreme metal, for sure, dude. What was, yeah, where, was it? Was Suffo? Suffo, who else? Cycroptic, uh, and Vale Amaya, Vale, Whitechapel, and Decrepit. Yeah, dude, all of that. Did, I would enjoy every Irv- single one of those sets. What's that, Casey? 
I'm trying to remember. And, like, and Suffo was playing with Mike Smith on drums. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Frank oh, on yeah. vocals. Yeah. Oh, you remember that show in, like, was it Knoxville? Or that that club. What is that club that was, like, your home kind of place or whatever? We might be mixing that up with another tour. I think that was, like, a pre-show. Oh, no. I think we might have played no, with it was. You know, they headlined because it was, like, their hometown. Yeah. And it was, like, everyone knew all the words. It was, like, a small kind of a place. Dude, everyone knew the words every fucking show we played. It, it, it was in Tennessee for sure. Like I, I can't remember. Was it? I don't know. Yeah, there, I remember. I, know the last I remember. Show was in Allentown. I remember like uh, yeah. that, that venue that he's talking about. There was like a freeway, and there was like a strip club across the freeway. I remember. Oh, I remember yeah. like the visual of it. But uh, yeah. Hmm. God, I don't know. Well, that was the show with Psychroptic. Like I remember that, and then the, like there was an issue with like the strobe light. And so they had that they had to turn that off and so but yeah anyways that was a show that we did okay i remember that back backstage area you guys bringing up jacks that was actually like a good point Jax is on, cool on, i i always the, liked Jax, dude it's gone yeah, that blood, place is that was, historic that yeah. that was that the tour that that like was adler's appetite afterwards where steven adler and his band played after was that the tour yep that was i mean i don't know if that was the tour well we played there guys? first on the bloodletting with deeds in decrepit and vile yeah but yeah. No, th- this was on on a suffo tour oh okay i was just gonna say that place what, was, was like one of the was first spots on there? the east coast where we're like yo we got some merch money after this show like we they can actually it. fucking oh yeah nice live yeah Jax is great yeah, <laughs> yeah. but we like but, played it oh man the story i wanted to tell though was about like how yeah. fucking ben had like a opeth shirt on and it was like a ghost reveries opeth shirt on and literally like i don't know the next day he comes up to our van he's like what's up dude and he's got a cryptic implosion shirt on and i'm like what really? the really what the fuck did you he's all dude i just what? traded some at the show last night I traded yeah some- i traded at the palladium, no palladium <laughs> that's right dude oh, i've only seen one of those yeah. in person dude none of Damn. us none of us have them like you were the never only had one I've seen, yeah. yeah to have mm. one homeboy from flesh consumed what's his name oh Corey. Corey, oh, he had it on when he came to see us jam one time, and I'm like, they make these? <laughs> I know. I was like looking at the colors when Ben had I'm like, oh, they oh, fucked this thing up. This thing sucks. <laughs> yeah, like, well, I, so I'm interested to know, like, what was in, like, the, the air, the water of, like, Santa Cruz, because you guys just had a bunch of like, sick bands. Like, what was the inception of that? Like, what started... We all say that, just, I, well, Casey was in San Diego. That's with an L and ends with the D. No, no, he's talking I'm about when well, know, he wasn't in San yeah, Diego was, when we were doing Cryptic Implosion. Yeah, so so I mean, well, I mean, as far as like the uh, like decrepit birth is basically like the Santa Cruz thing. Yeah, right? it's all their fault, pretty much. Yeah. 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 So decrepit birth was like the band from here, and then um, Odious recorded uh, Devouring with Matt, and then uh, like uh, David was going to school. Uh, Casey, were you in San Francisco or here? Well, I was living in San Diego and then I came up to the Bay Area in San Francisco first and then moved down to Santa Cruz after okay. I joined Decrepit, you know. Yeah, so it was just kind of like a time frame. It's yeah. Decrepit Burst fault. And then there was animosity there, so we shared a jam space yeah. with them for a while. And then. Um, yeah, so really, like what it is, dude, is just like you hear all those bands, everybody's cool well, with each other. Like we're all vibing, we're all partying together. It's just like creativity is yeah. just, but I mean, like flying all over the place. You know, everybody's influencing each other, everybody's one upping each other. And then yeah, next thing yeah. you know, it's just what happened at that time, dude. And so it was like what the bands, I mean, there's 
there's obviously like a suffocation influence. Like, oh, there, yeah, but you yeah. like, you guys have like this, like a spin on it. It's, um, I mean, I'm, I'm literally not the person to speak because all I do is, talk. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, I don't know. Casey uh, hates but, suffocation. Yeah, no, totally other no, 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 just joking. No, he um, hates not breathing, dude. He really hates it. No, man, like all the, I mean, everybody, like, we're kind of like, we're, I don't know, like, we talk about like Cali death metal and stuff or like this kind of like, you know, decrepit birth or like the scourge or like, you know, deeds of flesh and stuff. Like, Is this scourge from Santa Cruz or San, uh, San Diego? San Fran? San Diego. Uh, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. California, mainly California. San Diego. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. Like around like, like Southern California. Um, but I think like, I mean, if you, if you, if you get into like the heavy, like, slam shit like it like it comes from like pyrexia and suffocation and all these bands like yeah. like it's like like the like the new york like you know type the new thing. york groove and, and, yeah. and other yeah. and other uh, other areas too but like it just kind of like i don't know like that influence just i i say it's like you take right? new york yeah. you mix it with florida and then you smoke a ton of weed and then yeah well, yeah, it's definitely got the, the watch a bunch of weird movies. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's also like psychrop. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm well, obviously psychrop. I, I meant to say cryptopsy. Like it's also like back mm-hmm. then, like cryptopsy. Like like the way like those bands just slammed like hard. Like and and dying fetus and, and shit like that too. Yeah. But it was like 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 the different areas of that style. You know, like I don't know. Yeah, it's just like it's a, just crazy sickness. Yeah, like technical well, sickness, and well, then like, it just like lets yeah. up on this. And the like, band like Odious is like, well, think, we're gonna even make the <laughs> grooves weird too. I think an interesting. <laughs> no, no, yeah. but I, I think he's on to a good point. I, I, I think an interesting thing is where do you get your heavy from? Like, where yeah. do you get your head? Like, how, how are you gonna yeah. break it down? How are you gonna get heavy? Are you gonna gent? Are you gonna hardcore breakdown? Are you gonna, you know, slam breakdown? Yeah. Are you gonna death metal? weird breakdown or you know whatever are you gonna ginger gin, decrepit you know whatever that deeds of flesh that suffo all all that kind of the morbid angel breakdown how, like how are you gonna break it yeah. down Go, you know do gore you, guts how? all the weird shit comes you know from gore guts like it, it's all been done or like death i don't know it's like there's like the rock breakdown it's like it's all these different ways of like going about it and like that's the thing i think really and then like that kind of like separates the genres too like right like it's like oh that's hardcore because they break it down yeah. like that. or that's that's gent or whatever because they break it down it's weird I don't yeah know. just the sonic feeling i guess kind of creates yeah. the and also you separation. guys had like a ton of other influences besides like it wasn't like you know like king crimson rush all these like weird stuff like like mixed into there too so it was like like when i first met all these guys like they had just crazy prog albums and like a fucking prince album like on the wall like you know on the yeah. walls everywhere it would be like these i would look at all this shit and like i've never even listened to this i've seen it a million times but i've never it'd be like you know rush hemispheres on the wall and like oh you're like talking about like the furniture dome uh no 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 the the thunderdome yeah, yeah just like seeing like david like uh yeah. just and, and casey and stuff like all the shit that they would put and they were talking about and stuff i was like i Frank haven't Zappas, really... we're only in it for the music oh the mothers yep. of yeah. The yeah. Sure. yeah 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 just like weird shit they were all about weird stuff they were all about being weird yeah just so seeing was... how far you can go i mean taking a leak what, and looking yeah. at a man is the bastard uh poster right above and you're just like oh dude this is yeah looking i felt completely yeah. like out of place i was like dude i'm so like like just like you know have my like 
not like too obscure influences, but I have like a little weird stuff. But like they were just all dude, check this out, check this out, check this out. And it was like the weirdest shit I've ever heard and craziest. And like it was also the most yeah. unique stuff from every genre you could think of. They like had like thought all of it through and like listened to all of it. And they were like, it's like one of those things like one upping each other. It's like they were like trying to find the crazier. Like we had friends that yeah. were like, but at the same time, we weren't afraid to be like, oh, we're going to party tonight and, and just jam Wu Tang all night. You know, it's like, yeah, taking taking a little bit from everything, you know, and 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 as these guys being the musicians and imagining how I would be if I could actually play music and play everything that I wanted to. That's these guys, you know, all I am is just like, oh, I can kind of like work hip hop into death metal. I can I can, yeah. you know, be poetic in my lyrics, but really like it's like these guys are listening to all these different and you as well listening to all these different styles of music and being able to just take what you want from everything and if you can properly translate it into something that you want it to represent yourself like that's the shit dude that's it dude because like what is new new is new even a real thing like that's a that's like a good question like is there anything that's pushing the yeah. boundaries of something that's already been done other than just mixing yeah. it well you know a percentage of whatever you love into a pot and actually getting it to a point where it's it's, it's a sick record you know and and something that you really want to put out but really like somebody show me an example of something that's new other than like in the avant-garde realm because that shit just you know can go yeah. in, in any direction there but yeah it's like so yeah now we just need to admit that most of the time we're all fucking taken from everything that's already been done and we're molding taking a little bit of play-doh from here a little bit of play-doh from there we're molding it up and it becomes our own little fucking play-doh structure that's what it is yeah because just gotta sound new to you yeah so what the, makes you excited day, it's like it's oh, gotta make you excited make first excited. yeah if, if you, you just it, feel like you're treading old ground move on try a different yeah. lane and it's got to be for you first. That's the that's the rule. I know yeah. it sounds selfish, but it's true. If you're an artist, dude, you gotta yeah. be. You gotta feel a connection to what you're making before you put yeah. it out, because it's not going to be true to, you know, what it is to be an artist if you don't have a connection with it before you put it out. You know. Yeah, I mean, because if yeah, if you're not going to believe it. I mean, I know. yeah, no one else. And, and there's people that are uh, sorry. Go, go for it, dude. I don't. I'm just <laughs> rambling, dude. Rambling. Uh, I just wanted to ask Ben just a little more on like what it was like on that sort of first uh, part of Whitechapel's career, and like maybe in okay. between the first album and getting on to that tour with Suffocation and these guys. Like, because as as Joel described yeah. it, like this meteoric. Like, what's it like, kind of behind the scenes when you get signed and you like get that fast? Um, well, we were, you know, we started the MySpace, then we, we put out, it was just the three of us, the two guitars and Phil singer. And we, uh, released demos. We had like a four song, like PC drummer demo and, uh, we put it on MySpace and Alex Wade, he was in this band called Confessions of Ares in knoxville and they were actually out playing shows they're actually playing like shows outside of our state mm -hmm. and 
he was interested, you know, in playing and he had a drummer that was interested in playing the style we were playing. They wanted to leave their band that they were in to play our style. Um, which is more like slammy, you know, death metal. Um, and there were more, uh, kind of like European Gothenburg stuff, but yeah, they wanted to get heavy. They wanted to, you know, get heavy. So, um, but Alex played guitar too. We already had two guitarists. So, but we needed a drummer because no other drummer could play, you know, double bass in East Tennessee. Uh, so they what was what was uh, when did you wait? Sorry, I just got to go back to your your first drummer real quick. So what was that like to say? Hey, was he saying I can't keep up or the psychotic? No, we didn't we didn't have a drummer. Uh, a psychotic behavior. Yeah, who was that guy again? Sorry, uh, what's his name again? Nija Walker. So how when was the, I'm sorry to take you back, but when did he use you know sever ties with him and you guys part ways? Yeah, we parted ways like so. I was in two bands. I was in Whitechapel and Focus the Spy with Nija. And, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, and with Whitechapel, it's just, I don't know. It's not Nija's style. Nija's more of a, he does his own thing. You know, it's yeah. like there's some people that, you know, just they do their own thing. And taking them out of their thing, trying to bring them into your thing is just like not in their nature. Totally. So just have that was just a piece of the out. puzzle that was missing for me. Sorry to take it back that far. Let's fast yeah. back forward. Yeah. So now we have drummer, you know, three guitars since Alex joined the band and he had the drummer and Alex has connections like with promoters and stuff. So we could get a shows out of the area. And so then, you know, about, know a year we wrote the first record recorded it um then we signed a a label siege of a meter records they put out the album and they found us through myspace through our like demos and stuff and i remember uh yeah they they sent us a message on myspace and they're like a subsidiary of candlelight records Mm, mm. and so they had uh you know that distribution. Yeah, there are European there. distribution for cryptic. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah, Candlelight's you know historic label. Hell yeah. Um. So yeah, signed a Siege of Amita, signed a one record deal with them, and you know put out Somatic Defilement, and through that, we uh, we met a band called With Blood Comes Cleansing that was touring, and they're from Alabama. And they were they played Knoxville and we played with them, and we made connection, made friends, and they took us out on our first tour, and, and you know we started touring. That was the, like our first tour is like the first date was whenever the record came out, so we started touring off that, and you know, a few months passed by, we did another tour called the Siege of America America tour, with Red Death and partisan turbine and us yeah and that were they were all on siege of amita records so it's kind of the siege of america tour and we didn't even finish the tour because the the booking agent was like a was a heroin addict mm. and he kind of 
fucked off the last half of the tour and it was all this is the best yeah shitty it was all <laughs> shitty and it was all it was yeah. all underground metal dude <laughs> yeah yeah so that tour you know broke off so we went back home and then um we got a booking agent jj cassier and he you know booked some tours with us and impending doom so you know yada 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 did those and then we sent our, we you know we we're shopping our first record out to many labels um i think century media gave us an offer and metal blade gave us an offer we wanted to go with metal blade because they had you know cannibal corpse and, yeah you know the old Mark, clout you know they're yeah you know, the old clout yeah so <laughs> so we saw with them and um went on a tour with darkest hour Thanks. Darkest Hour asked us to open their tour. So it was Darkest Hour, Cephalic Carnage, us, or Amir, and then us opening. Hmm. And I don't know. And we just, you know, we're writing This Is Exile. What Cephalic record were they uh, supporting at that time? Xeno Sapien. Oh, uh, okay. Dope record, dude. So that that actually, you know, Cephalic Carnage had a huge influence on This Is Exile because they were just like, fucking like you know insane you know musicians but such you know, a fucking also, great like, live fucking show psychedelic dude. psychedelic you know like you know wizards mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. you know <laughs> yeah. uh, zach joe you know zach joe he writes the craziest twisted riffs totally they, they force your um, ba- they force your brain to expand well whether you like yeah it or not, yeah so it really was it. it was like going on tour with them was like kind of like a musical acid trip that i kind of like kind of finding a little bit of enlightenment you know going you know doing that and uh so and lenzig's funny as fuck dude he's got some funny banter in between songs yeah dude yeah lenzig oh god he's he's hilarious (laughs) i'm gonna gonna start a he says something like i'm gonna start a a death metal like a video store called late returnal (laughs) but he uh yeah so yeah just so that's why this is exile is kind of like you know it doesn't have like normal song structure it's just kind of like the riffs are pretty wild i mean just kind of like it's like linear song structures, not really like anything like that, but like the riffs are, you know, heavy, mm-hmm. you know, cause we've got our own influence, you know, we got that. So we're going to keep it sort of primitive, simple caveman shit, but you know, it's just try to kind of try to become better and more interesting musicians. So uh, speaking of like being interesting and different, doing all the things. So you guys were the first yeah. band that did the, uh, the three guitar thing. And I'm sure you've heard this a million times, yeah. but like, where did that idea come from? I remember like first seeing it, like um, I think I was maybe doing a little uh, post tour or pre tour research on you guys. Cause I had never heard of you guys. And you guys were all of a sudden, bam, yeah. you're like, you're under suffocation. We're like, what the fuck? Like I've been trying our whole lives to get there. What the, what the fuck are these? I'm just kidding. But uh, like uh, all of a sudden, yeah. like you, I was like, I went and like looked up all your things and I was like, Oh my God, there's three guitar players. Huh? That's I'm like a perplexity. Yeah, that's another thing. It brings a lot of different, you know, uh, different riffs. I mean, it's just like a, it's a riff damn salad, you know, we just kind of go through it or just, you know, it's just, 
it's it allows you to styles. be too. What I've noticed, like touring with you guys, it allows you to kind of like put that, like, uh, like you'll be headbanging with the band, like, and yeah. while they're, oh, they're all chunking or do something, but you'll be doing something completely like wizard. Yeah. It's all like with a bunch of delay and fucking shit in the background, like, yeah. And you're, but you have to like keep headbanging with everyone. <laughs> like, it's like, it's like you have to feel the vibe, but you're also like playing a completely different riff. Just be like, but also the stage show, obviously, you know, that helped the stage show. Yeah, I just, you know, I want to add something like, you know, in the middle or something that just kind of doesn't make it, you know, the heavy, heavy can get, you know, monotonous after a while. Totally. So it's just. No, add add a, that different. are layer of color to it. Just like mm-hmm. made a, it's like a, like a Opeth thing. Like add, add like some sort of like the guys in the background are doing their chords, but then they got yeah. uh, Mikhail Ackerfeld doing like some like, like fucking spacey shit to kind of like give you a give you a different vibe and that's actually you know like you know uh you know blackwater park and ghost reveries those albums and stuff are so huge to me but like the guitar players in the background are everyone's doing simple chill stuff but like the fucking like kind of like uh atmospheric thing that you're doing behind the heavy looks like completely colors it in a different way where it's like now it's like it just turns in my brain like into a story it's like a now it's like it's actually yeah it's got like a actual like um like another feeling behind it. it's like oh shit i was just paying attention to the chords you guys were doing and now it's like a fucking like i listen to that shit now and it like takes me back to a place in life that's random and it's like you uh-huh. know yeah what yeah place just... is that dude i don't know my car in like 1993 with my dad going to get pizza or something i don't know blockbuster on friday i don't know that actually fucking sounds like a good deal dude so they're, they're it's a positive no no totally it is. From it. It, no for sure yeah, you know, a lot of it was just, I mean, it's just, uh, you know, it's just being on the road, you know, and writing and just kind of being, just riding in a fucking van, you know, and riding in a hotel room, just like collecting. So it's just a bunch of collecting ideas. And then you just, any way you can. Yeah. Um, so you just kind of, I don't know. And then the best ideas always stick out at the end, whatever. And like whenever we're writing this is exile where it's just like, you know, super time crunched. And that was like the first time we've been super time crunched. So a lot of it was just first impression. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Let's just call it. Yeah. Let's go move on. Keep moving on. So it's just, yeah, just keep moving, which, uh, I remember actually on tour with you guys, you were you had a laptop out and you were like on a time crunch to write. I think it was uh, maybe New Era. I don't, yeah, no, probably New Era. Yeah. Yeah. You were like writing. Yeah, I mean, back in those days, I would always write. Yeah. On the road, yeah. on, on the computer. Yeah. I don't do that anymore. But yeah, Casey was... did that not too. I think Collapse of Recreation was written on Bloodletting. The yeah, Ron, yeah. Ron Jarzenbeck song. Yeah. In the back of a fucking e-series van dude yeah it's like this old laptop like it was like a i think it was power tab editor that we used that mm-hmm. old program. Yeah. yeah whatever works yeah whatever yeah. works i mean i got a cool story Go um we're flying to europe uh one time and i sat next to the bass player of frank zappa wow frank Zappa's oh, band. Shit. His name's Tom Fowler, and uh, played Frank Zappa's, and he also played Ray Charles' band. But he was going to Europe to play Zappanel Festival, 
and uh, he uh, showed me this program. He was he like writes music on, and it was like uh, I forgot what it was called, but he writes music on a computer too. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what made me think of it. But so um, uh, just to extend cool that, dude, if you watch the Zappa um, document, there's several, but I forget which one. It's the one that's about when he's doing because uh, Overnight Sensation and Apostrophe, those two albums were back to back, and that's literally the only time in the Zappa. <laughs> catalog where he had the same musicians on more than one album they it was the same lineup from those two albums and and they're just talking to the musicians that are on those albums and who toured with them at that time and because obviously he was already passed away by the time they did it and, and there's archive you know footage of him to being in interviews or whatever but what uh being in a zappa project means no drugs no alcohol which is so funny most people think that they listen to zappa and he sounds like he's just fucking out there all the time on lsd yeah. and all that shit but no dude it was it was cigarettes and coffee that's what fucking zappa was all about dude and mm-hmm. and but being on a plane i'm wrapping it back into it he would be everybody in the band would be hanging out doing you know having fun playing around and then they'd look over and Zappa would be in the corner in his seat writing out you know um what's what's the term it's not tablature because he's writing out actual sheet music, music. Sheet sheet music. music. he's, he's yeah. writing out sheet music he's writing it out in his head he doesn't even have a guitar with him he's writing a wow. song on the plane in sheet music with no mu- no instrument with him. Yeah, he's just no, like he's just composing yeah. music out in the corner of the room, it, 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 or not the room, the the plane. And you're just like, fuck, dude. Yeah. This guy just lives and breathes and shits music, dude. That's all it is. Yeah, he has not. Wow. He has it's no time too. for anything else. Yeah, just that's thinks of the thing. intervals and is like, oh yes, that's a that's a minor third. Yeah, yeah, right and they're, they, I think they even have footage step. of him on the plane where they're like, "Look at this guy" or whatever, and he's just fucking. Well, so, after yeah. a while, like even like looking at like uh you know guitar pro or power tab for years and stuff, like I'll like someone will like I'll see something that's like written out and I'll like I can hear it, you know, I can see like what's going on. I'm like, you know, I can see it. Like he must be kind of like his whole life has been that, so he's basically just like. Well, okay. it's like when we watch and another we're going deeper into the weeds just real quick. Jason Becker, that doc- documentary I watched with you and yeah. learning about how he even being m- completely not mobile at all. Not, yeah. it, but but the producer in the studio who's transcribing what he's writing in his head, he realizes he's just looking at a guitar on the wall. And, yeah. and visualizing the riff as he tells the dude in however way he communicates it. And you're just like, oh, dude, what a fucking brain, dude. I know. Yeah. God. That's insane. All right. That's insane. I but back from the out. weeds, like, no, no, it's insane, though. That actually randomly watched the trailer of that. I'm going to watch that movie again. Have you seen that, Ben, that uh, 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 I'm Not Dead Yet or Not Dead Yet by Jason Becker? No, a, no, I haven't. So Jason Becker, quick story. He gets Lou Gehrig's ALS disease when he's, yeah, he's basically yeah. the, he's like the hottest guitar player in the world. You know, like David Lee Roth, after he quits Van Halen, goes like, I want this guy and takes Jason Becker when he's like 17 or 18. And he's just all like, you're the guy for the new 
like Van Halen, like fucking competitor band. Yeah, you know? he played on his first solo record. Right? Yep, exactly. Yeah, that one of the devil on I forget what it's yeah, called. Yeah, with but... uh, Billy. Billy yeah, Sheehan. Billy Sheehan. Sheehan. No, it was a yeah, Billy Sheehan. Sheehan. Yeah, yeah, from uh, Mr. Big. Yeah. Who but like uh, Bazio or something. Yeah. I think Bazio in that too. Yeah, it's it's a it's a star-studded lineup. But like, dude yeah. was like he was recording and then he started like limping and you know like. Yeah, he was like, like walking down the street and all of a sudden he started fucking wobbling and shit. And like during like, the recording. Yeah. Wow. Like, he was 19, it, right? He was 19. Yeah, 18 or 19, something like that. God right around damn there. it, dude. But uh, yeah, he basically damn. like his family was just all like, oh, fuck. And he slowly, he just degraded super quickly where he couldn't even hold a guitar and was just in a wheelchair. And they've this like, I forget who it was. He lives in Concord. He lives pretty close to us. But like he uh, someone like developed this like system where he can his, he can use his mouth I think to it was like his dad, his parents. No, no, that, that's the language oh. part. Okay. But uh, like he he can look around like at notes. He'll look at notes or something like that with his eyes and select the notes and then use his mouth to select a note. And like he has like this, this program, basically a guitar pro program that you can use with like a we like, can use your head a little bit. He can barely move his head. So he's, yeah. Like, and he just um, moves. But yeah, dude, he wrote, he wrote like a full in, symphony. Somebody would have had to invent that for him. Yeah, no, it was oh, a brand yeah, new thing. It was. It was, brand it new. was a brand yeah. new thing. And what's funny about yeah. it, dude, is that his him and his dad know how to communicate so fast. So good. In it, it's dude. Insane. Like his dad knows what he's about to say before. Well, his, he dad, says his, it. his dad created the language. So the language that he uses is is a it's an eye movement. So you look to the left, so there's six boxes, and they all have four letters in them. Those are all the six boxes. Oh. So he first goes, one movement means the box. So these letters are in the box. The second movement means the letter in the box. So like he'll like Jason must be like, and he'll be like, hi, how are he'll like he'll complete the when he knows the word that he's gonna say, he'll complete it for him. And like uh, move, and Jason moves on to the next word. And it's yep, like yep. it's like it's like an actual pretty fast conversation. It's and it, for, what's hilarious is that Jason gets him to say shit that you <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he like starts laughing he's like you fucking yeah he's like and you can see jason too like has, as much as he could smile during it you could see he's starting to light up because he's making his dad say that he has a small penis or something like that. yeah yeah exactly no, it's, it's called not dead yet but uh yeah it's a very oh, it's a so good dude i yeah. need to see that i'm i've yeah. seen the uh the video of him doing the thing with his face and mm -hmm. yep Flicking with his mouth, but and, you get uh, the whole backstory of that, like I said, the like whole thing. The producer wow. figuring out that that he's looking at the guitar on the wall, and you're just like, this motherfucker is composing music just by looking at an instrument, dude. Yeah, what the fuck am I? What what do I do with? Yeah, my life, dude. <laughs> well, I mean, you you know, you can like study like Gustav Mahler, like going to some lake in Germany and like composing an entire symphony. That's like fifty instruments all at once. You know, like those guys are. I could do that. Can we? Yeah, you could take a while, all right, dude. <laughs> End of twenty twenty two. Me and Joel are gonna compose a fifty instrument fucking. I'm just piece. saying, in like the classical world, like either oh, you're at yeah. your piano and you use the piano to write, or you can imagine what every instrument plays but yeah these guys live in sheet music world like they're always looking yeah, at that's, it yeah that's what it yeah. is dude yeah for sure no so doubt. like beethoven he went he wasn't deaf before like he he i mean he obviously he went deaf but he what was we would so probably call legally deaf by the when he died yeah. yeah when he died yeah but he kind of felt 
Yeah, yeah, he went off vibration at the end. That's what it vibration, was. Like, what, yeah. what if? Because there's not really like much history behind it, like as far as like documented like evidence behind it. What if he like he just kind of had some hearing loss? And they just call him deaf. <laughs> I know it totally is like telephone shit, right? It's embellished throughout the time. It's like, like I can't hear the high notes as well. Just so but, you know, uh, Beethoven like, was deaf. my best friend. It started if it was Beethoven passed and his best friend still lived. Like the best friend is gonna make him look like a motherfucking badass. So he's gonna be like, dude. <laughs> That motherfucker. It's like, it's like those like Bruce Lee stories. Yeah. You're like, yeah, right. yeah this dude is so <laughs> sick. You are not even gonna under- comprehend. Like, yeah. Dude, I don't is. even need hands. Like I'm writing with a pen. I'm using like some weird like Star Trek force, and I'm writing. Yeah, I wrote. After, yeah. Anyways, some part of it's true. He he was deaf at some point in his life. I'm All right. Were there were there any tour stories left to? to share oh, there's so tour. many i mean also too though so uh after this is exile came out fucking um new era came out so that so for i mean one thing a little side bit i wanted to know is like phil so he was playing guitar how did he know because he literally has what a lot of people think you know is like the best like growl the fastest like he went from guitar just to that like was he was he practicing some new technique or something because he has to do that shit like 40 times like a month, you know, when he's on tour. I uh, no, don't understand uh, that. I just think Phil's a real, uh, he's a real competitive person. And mm-hmm. he, I don't know, he has this, this thing about him. He just like, he, uh, it's, um, and it's kind of like an anomaly sort of in a way. It's like, he'll, he's very quiet. Like he doesn't talk about yeah, yeah. his lyrics until, you know, they're written out stuff but he'll you know he's real competitive like especially like mortal combat like he'll he'll fucking kick his ass in that annihilate you know but and uh so if he you know sets his mind to something yeah you know he'll he'll get there and you know you could see his you know throughout the records you know you could see you know his evolution too yeah no i mean i've always known like phil was always quiet and stuff like me and phil actually kind of like got along a bunch and hung out a bunch on that tour. And uh, I actually got to understand him pretty well. Like I understood that like for at the top of the game that you guys had just jumped to, he was always like quiet and like kind of bummed. And so like me and him would like hang out. We we smoked cigarettes together. So we were cigarette guys at the time. So we were just like (laughs) in the sick, like it's like me and him and someone else. That was like it. And uh no, I got to see him like he opened up to me about some stuff, too. And I was like, geez, you know, he's like a deep dude. And um, one thing that would surprise me about you guys is that like, obviously, like from there, you guys got way bigger. But like running into him and you guys again, like way later, you guys are like exactly the same because like there's not any kind of like rock star like thing. Yeah. It's like the, I actually that's like the story I always tell of people bring up Whitechapel is like the tour we did with you. Like you guys were super fucking nice to us and super cool. And like, I randomly like raided your drum or your drum room, your uh, room, backstage room at a uh, Ace of Spades and uh, Sack right before you went on, and uh, with Flesh God and Black Dahlia or something. I don't, I forget the lineup. But uh, I went back there and you guys were like, "What the fuck?" Oh, you guys were like super mellow, like and like loving yeah. and hugging and stuff. And I was like, most bands that are like at that level, it seems like that would be like annoying. You know, for someone just to walk in, you know, just like, yeah. And you guys have always had that same chill headspace about yourselves. And uh, yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah, a lot of it, you know, just 
it comes from just joking around and you know kind of you know making you know making to a comedy yeah you know, yeah most of the mm-hmm. time whenever you're in a, in a band you know with people not trying to like get too serious i mean which we do sometimes but you know it's like we got someone like gabe you know he's a funny guy any mm. kind of he always breaks the ice with like a you know saying something hilarious but yeah it's comedy you know totally. making fun of yourself you know when things are shitty you know flipping it and yeah you know making no, it totally dude i'm i'm all i'm i back that 100 dude when i'm when i'm feeling shit's weird i'll go for the funny first no doubt yeah, yeah go for i it. want <laughs> i want i want ever and whoever's in the room with me i want them to laugh with me you know so i'll i'll go i'll make the i'll make the joke at the at a funeral dude i'm that guy and it's i'm tasteful when i do it but at the same time like i'm the one who just wants to break it i just want to break yeah everybody's shit no, I just, like like yeah. you know what let's let's giggle at something for just a second you know let's giggle that's at that little like, thing going back to i forget uh with with steve DiGiorgio on the podcast i asked him and he didn't agree with me so much but like talking about like when you fuck up a practice i thought it was fucking hilarious like i thought it was like when someone like makes a major fuck up a practice i was like yeah but is- that guy deals with guys who are like fucking paying him thousands yeah, yeah. on thousands of dollars to do no no he, he he definitely agreed but like in certain circumstances because he's been in like 400 bands so like you know like for your friends oh, together yeah. that are all together and we're all a hanging sadist out, we're... practice for sure. You would be down with fucking giggling and everything probably. But if yeah. somebody else is hiring and he probably is like, I just got to show up and do my thing. It's like when you fuck up something that you've done a million times and it's just funny to me, it's just funny. Like when someone fucks it up at practice, it's like, uh, and like the, I have to like not keep eye contact. It's because we'll yeah, I've I've watched you do it twenty three yeah. times perfectly in a row in the last twenty three shows <laughs> or whatever. But you you fucked it up this one time, like huh? What? what yeah, yeah, yeah. You what, nailed what it. What happened yeah. today? What did you have for yeah. breakfast today, dude? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the guy who fucked up, you he knows he fucked up. So it's yeah, like, exactly. So it's not worth like I talking hit a man about when he's yeah yeah a man while he's down. It's like give him a look. Give him a look and just laugh about it. Just feel like, it's like oh, I hear that, and like yeah. it's funny because like a lot of people, like fans and stuff like that, don't like really notice. Like we we train wrecked at Maryland Death Fest for Odious, and I talked to like ten people, and they had the one. no idea that we trained. The one wrecked. and only. We had they had no idea we train wrecks. <laughs> like they have yeah. no idea that we stopped early, and it, it haunts us to to this day. And never. Yeah, but like, for us though, but like for the that. people that were like watching there's people that like literally have no idea that we train wrecks we were like oh the song ended so <laughs> like, you blew it like yeah. you just blew it and I, now they know <laughs> i know like, i know i just tell them i like break them I'm like dude we fucked up that, <laughs> that was, was a joke, we dude. I, whatever whatever i just said it was not true <laughs> oh man <laughs> there's no footage because it was still fucking back in there's the day somewhere was- but I think metal injection, the, the metal injection footage, but they're not going to put our train wreck on that. Fucking shit. They should, dude. They should at the very end. Yeah, we fought. <laughs> I remember we fucked up one time and it was on the internet and uh, it was like, it was pretty bad fuck up. And uh, I actually like asked our manager to have him take it down. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> yeah. I actually probably know, you know. Yeah, I was just like, oh, this can't. No, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it was like the first song. Um, yeah, 
so no, that's I, like I a, that ruined bands like dragon force remember like dragon force had like some video of them like bet you can't play this and they couldn't play it like they were like sloppy through it and then just they just fucking yeah. went down like they were like gone after that that was like i mean they're back kind of but like they were yeah. like going up 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 and then they had this guitar world video where it was like bet you can't play this and it was like a it was kind of a, a hard sweep to do, but like the dude couldn't even uh, do it. That was your and I jam <laughs> yeah. back in, at the on the bloodletting tour, dude. Like oh, whenever dude. we were driving, dude, Casey hated us, dude. <laughs> he hated it, dude. He's it was like, brand new though. Dude. Dragon Force was brand new. They had Sonic Firestorm out. That was it. And was you like... and I would be like <clears throat> <clears throat> in the front <laughs> seats, and everybody else was in back, like God. Uh, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. Make us put it on more. When <laughs> people hate it, like, yeah, they're all fuck this. We- yeah, I mean, I, I, I like, I have a, I feel for those, those guys that are just like they have to, they have to play perfectly technical, like perfect. Yeah, the whole yeah, and if you fuck up, like everyone will notice. Yeah, podcasts were a thing. I probably would have just listened to people talking if it was my turn to drive. Though now and nowadays, I listen to people talking more than I listen to music in the car. You know, that's what I go to bed to. I go to bed to podcasts. Yeah, I've gone. I've 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 slept. I've snuggled up against you many a times where you had to be like. (laughs) I got to put on Joe Rogan, dude. And I'm like, fuck it, dude. Just do it, dude. Because <laughs> well, I, I have like a, a deaf ringing ear. So it's like super ringing all the time loud. So like I have to put something on now. So it's like when I go to bed, like I have to have like you don't want to have like visual brightness and sound, you know, so I have to just like drown out the uh, the old actually from El, El Corazon. Benjamin, you, know, you know, you know, El Corazon, right? Yes. Yeah. That, that actually is, I think is where it's happened, where it happened, like. We were playing there with Black Dahlia, and, and I got hit with this feedback that just like blew out my ear. It's like never been the same. It's like deaf now. It's been like, but it's ringing super loud. So it's like, like I don't know. I'm, I still hold a grudge. Against, that place is gone. I hope, right? <laughs> Soon. Uh, no, dude. I don't know. I think it's still there. Ah, shit. Fuck that <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah. No, that's uh, yeah. that definitely is uh, but I mean, so going forward from you know like uh. You know, this is XL New York. So you guys have kind of gotten more like when I was talking about Phil and understanding him more and, and like getting his vibe more. He's, you know, he was a super popular singer as I knew him. But as I actually knew him, he was like kind of like a sad, like had like emotional shit going on. And he was very in his own world that I, I mean, from what I gathered from him, um, he basically was very interesting to me because he'd go on stage and just be this different human being and just crush. And then me and him would yeah. hang out after. And he was like, I felt like there was a something like deep, dark thing in him that was like. And, and let me just add something to that real quick, because I'm not like the hugest white chapel listener. Like I've listened to you guys throughout the whole entire life, my whole entire, my whole entire life, life. your whole entire one. career. And, yeah. and I've enjoyed you guys the whole, you know, and, and I pop in and out now and then, but it's like, obviously having you on i wanted to be ready for this and ken there is a song where he is uh professing his his you know depression about how his mom and dad are gone and he wants them back and this is not even for me reading lyrics like he he can i can understand him enough to where i know that he's screaming about his mom and dad 
and and I'm not going to be the same until I see you again or I'm with you again. And I'm just like, whoa, I'm on the verge of tears while I'm busting tires, dude, while I'm listening to fucking metal. What's going on right now? You know, like I, I literally had like a connection with him emotionally, like I can feel the turmoil and the the hurt and the pain mm-hmm. in that song dude and i'm just like yo this guy's got something to say you know and i'm gonna is it blood soaked symphony that's i i this is the thing dude I, i'm i'm new to the new i've only been listening to the new album for the last two days yeah i'm gonna, I'm gonna but be yeah little, he's been getting he's been you know he's i think you know he's had his there's a there's a song on the new album i I forget what he's what song it is it's earlier in the album where he's talking about his mom and his dad yeah blood soaked symphony yeah Yeah. he's uh yeah he's very it's uh yeah you could feel the emotion so are his parents deceased both of them yeah 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 that's um his mom died or his dad died when he was 10 Mm. from uh scleroderma it's like this like a rare disease wow uh, but and then his mom passed five years after and it was uh Mm -hmm. it was from you know just like uh she did battle with like schizophrenia and like it was just like kind of like a downhill after his father died yeah She she met the wrong guy and uh she used drugs to like you know cope with it and ended up killing her mm-hmm. but the, the drugs yeah. ended up you know killing her but uh but so to take that yeah so i that- met him i met him when he was you know after all that and uh he's uh yeah he's he's just always he took the he went down the the light he went toward you know the right path like he's a uh it's, you know he's a, if you get astrology with it he's a virgo Mm-hmm. And uh, they're really, uh, you know, they're really uh, you know, determined particular people, determined people. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, he mm-hmm. went down, you know, that particular path. And well, uh, yeah, I mean, and, and to yeah. and shows his um, his character to be able to move in a positive direction, but mm-hmm. still, you know, ex- express himself. Yeah, and still hold that you know, hold that darkness in there and he could kind of mm-hmm, mm-hmm. get to it whenever he but, wants. I mean, as, as a writer myself, the darkest times are really yeah. the part, the parts of life where a lot of, you know, things come to fruition. If you want to tap into that negativity, you can actually, you know, filter it through a prism and it, it becomes something great, you know? And mm-hmm. actually be beneficial to you individually, not everybody else, but like for you to have a final product of something of you really expressing those feelings and getting them out. It's a therapy through art. Yeah. You know, and, and yeah, I feel not- like it's like a, yeah, I feel like it's a duty for me. Like at this point, I just try to like use the music as a, you know, a catalyst to tell this, you know, a story, you know, this very deep human story. Totally. It's a it's a thing with a lot of people that have come on this show. It's it we are all you know 
fairly like most of us are fairly good people because we have this fairly outlet. fairly i mean dude. <clears throat> yeah yeah come on i'm i'm, I'm generalizing this no no that's good so no, it's no, like no. you know so it's like but we have this outlet to we have a choice to burn off some steam into you know and 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 let off release you know the 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 negativity that yeah you have some place for your mind to go like yeah you could mm-hmm. okay I'll, instead of thinking about mm-hmm. you know dark stuff yeah think about you know this new riff or new idea or new yeah or even channel it into you know almost like ritualistically you, you like yeah. ritualistically like take it out of you and put it into something else you know like yeah. Okay. Uh, now I've I've rid myself of this negative feeling. Now yeah. it's in this this thing. I'm showing you. Yeah, I felt it, but now it's no longer part of me. You know, mm-hmm. like that. And could you be, wouldn't have found that unless you would have gone you know, through had, your fucking turmoil. Yeah, that's one yeah, thing. Genuine turmoil. Yeah. Yeah. Or or you still. know just kind of it would have been just like left inside you unless yeah unresolved. Kind of kind of thing. I don't like to unresolved let unless. that thought about it marinate in me dude i want to get it out in some fashion you know that's like with with phil though i actually like believed him so you know like i see him like on stage crushing it when we were hanging out and stuff like i actually you know there's certain singers and stuff that you like you 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 feel their fucking like pain come out but him we were hanging out outside multiple times and just seeing how he was you know i actually ended up talking to him about it but like seeing how like he would go from like 60 to zero and he'd be back yeah. like in his like, you know, environment, just quiet yeah, and stuff. And, um, you know, we had a bunch of cigarettes to smoke. So we were just talking smoking cigarettes and stuff. Um, yeah. he actually had, like, I was like, I was like, all right, dude, this is like, you're legit. Like, yeah. like there's, he's like, you know, he has all these people going, Oh my God. And he's like, he's being cool to everyone. But at the same time, like there was this underlying kind of like, you know, just like kind of sadness to him that I was like, mm-hmm. I definitely felt immediately, you know, he wasn't doing it to be like, Ooh, I'm in a goth band or something. And I'm, yeah. pissed. he wasn't doing yeah. it for any reason like that. Or like, I'm, I mean, he was basically Jonathan Davis, you know, like the whole, when you were kids and stuff like Jonathan, Oh, like, you know, the whole thing that he went through or whatever, like, but yeah. like, you can kind of feel it with him, but like, there's certain singers where it felt like it was kind of like an act or a play. Yeah. He's like, like putting it on, like, kind totally. of like, yeah 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 i did not get one hint of that from him i was like oh no, shit. he's yeah he's super you know yeah he's real about it he's not gonna be obnoxious yeah um, that's he's the one thing he himself. hates he hates like obnoxious like you know people yeah um but he loves like like his comedy like he loves like like silly comedy like mm-hmm. like jim carrey's his favorite like comedian if you could just make a silly face or something if you do a silly face or something he'll like laugh you know that's his like yeah you can bring him out of it yeah yeah, bring him out by doing something silly yeah silly (laughs) silly comedy is definitely one of my favorites too Uh, like i want like even cheesy silly like i want i want to like hear cheesy silly and then look at everybody else in the room and watch them all be like affected yeah. by the cheese. Well, it's like it. the pre yeah. the pre podcast. We were laughing at dick and fart jokes like we were fucking thirteen, like <laughs> laughing just as hard as we, we were. Oh yeah. 13. <laughs> I don't well, remember dude, any yeah. dick and fart jokes. I don't know what you're talking about. Dude. I mean, Phil's party trick where he used to um, 
he used to light his farts on fire. That was oh his, yeah, that was his thing. Was, I've been there. Yeah. Oh, dude, you just—I <laughs> gotta bring it up now. Okay, Ben, you obviously know Dan Kenny, Suicide Silence. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw him. Yeah, like last month. And so I told he's him I was he's be on this podcast. So he's like, also from Pacifica. We went to high school together. Like the reason why we are doing this now is because we met each other. You know, and he's my best friend still to this day. And there was one summer where we were like, you know, we're going to go. His mom worked at a bank. We're going to go make some extra cash and work for the bank. And yeah. we went to the bank and all we're doing is literally stuffing big bank statements into uh, fucking envelopes and shit. It's an independent yeah. bank, you know, and and it was so fucking boring, dude. And they told us we couldn't listen to any music. We couldn't do anything. We all we had to do was sit at this fucking table and start stuffing envelopes. And all of a sudden, he's yeah. just like, dude, I gotta go to the bathroom. I was like, all right. So I keep stuffing my envelopes and whatever. I'm there by myself. He comes back and he's waddling, holding his ass, and I'm like the fuck is going on dude like you you have a bad experience in the bathroom right now you know he's like yeah i actually did dude i I was bored and i lit my own fart in the stall and i singed my butt hairs dude oh my god (laughs) so for the rest of that day i had to sit i had had to sit on a fucking gas flamed ass burnt fucking fart situation dude oh man so Kids so don't do this at just... home, dude. Don't do this at home. It's the jackass intro. Yeah, do it. Don't do it at Fuck home, it. dude. <laughs> do it at work. Do it do before it you grow. <laughs> do it at work or do it before you uh, grow hair out of your ass cheeks, dude. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, seriously. <laughs> or do it outside of your well, your pants. That's what you Yeah, do. yeah. You That's wear the move. jeans. Outside the... of the pants. Yeah, denim will, denim will definitely at, be fucking fire retardant. And I'm yeah, not being denim offensive. Is, denim is ass hair fire, fire retardant. <laughs> We're not That's being what, offensive yeah. here. <laughs> retardant is a real word, you. guys. <laughs> you leave when you say that? All right. That's right. Uh, <laughs> no, but uh, no, th- no, but seeing that actually was uh, actually, I was actually really impressed with you guys because obviously you had the aggressive breakdown, like deep growl, like every fuck, you know, all the shit you guys were, and you, you guys went to the like, we're gonna fucking put clean vocals on this, and I was like, Phil can do clean vocals. I remember when I like heard yeah. the announcement or something, I was like, huh, Phil can do f- clean vocals, huh? And I remember listening to it, and I was like, he sounds like a mixture of Maynard and like a couple other things like together. And I was like, actually, really impressed. Yeah. I was like, I had no fucking idea that Phil, because Phil like has like the deep, you know, like growls, and to put that on your guy. I mean, I've had many bands or friends of bands that like basically will be like, we're gonna do the going from aggressive screen aggressive screaming i can't even speak right now to like clean vocals and throw that in there as like a yeah. a thing like what was the reception when you guys like your first song probably on the valley right the first song where you were like mark of the blade yeah yeah when you guys threw that in there what were people like receptive? yeah people thought it was great they were like well why don't you do that sooner you nice know? um i phil phil could always sing he uh even when we were in psychotic behavior there was a song where like our singer andrew and phil did vocals on or they you know andrew wrote a song and phil did backup vocals so we always knew phil could sing it was just um you know writing the song for it 
for him to sing on. And, you know, it's, you know, that was the hardest part. Just but also you guys getting so popular through a, a, through a certain style. style yeah. Yeah. That was the yeah. hardest. So you had to, it took time to get there. Trans- um, yeah. 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 So it started with, I guess, you know, the guitar work, you know, it all, it's all guitar riff oriented music. So it's started like strumming more rather than like, you know, tremolo picking and, you know, galloping started like strumming on a, our endless war and the self-titled album started being more of that like open started messing with different tempos. Cause all of our songs used to be at like, you know, 200 to 240 BPM. So we started messing mm-hmm. with like slower tempos, like 150 and you know, 120 and stuff like that. And then, um, you know, with, through that, um, you, you kind of get more melodic with the music. And just listening to, you know, bands like Opeth and Catatonia mm-hmm. and Bloodbath. I mean, Bloodbath is basically Catatonia. You know, they're like the same members, but they're in two different bands. And so yeah, it's, it's like, much more brutal. Yeah, much more brutal. So we, you know, that's a big reason we went with david castillo to catatonia is a great fucking band though too dude they have yeah. some killer fucking songs dude songs that yeah. make me want to weep dude they have songs that make me want to cry oh yeah oh yeah they're just, they're masters masters of the melancholy um but yeah we went with david castillo who mixes bloodbath and catatonia mixed the valley and he kind of like nailed that that's seamless. He could make it sound seamless in a way. Just the heavy and the the light. Um, but yeah, we just kind of focus more on that. Just trying to and the heart. And I guess when when you break it down to like the, the center of it is just finding a good just riff to go off of. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. The riff has to be. I don't know, it just has to have this element to it, this dense element to where it could like go to the places you want it to go, you know, into mm-hmm. new spaces. Um, I love that too. Like just one riff, one riff, um, um, yeah. spanning it, it, it all. One, you we have this one riff, and then boom, it expands both ways. Yeah, you know, and then you yeah. have a full song. But that riff was like the could be the middle, could be the beginning, could be the end. Yeah. But it's still, just like something grows off of it. It's like yeah, a it's, fungus. Yeah, the big bang. You know, you gotta have that that idea. You know, mm-hmm. it's like like what's you know what's the universe? You know, the big bang. That's the only theory we got. What's how is anything <laughs> ever made? It's an idea. So it's yeah. like you gotta mm-hmm. think about that. Mm-hmm. You know, musical totally, terms. Dude. Like, and and it, it translates perfectly and that's exactly how it works yeah but that's the hardest part like finding kind of came to that realization after like this is exile because a lot of a lot of the stuff uh i mean it's just a lot of like linear songwriting a lot of riffs out and we we're just thinking maybe maybe if we just made one riff really good and really you know thought out that it would uh seed seed yeah seed something else yeah mm-hmm. totally that's kind of like a, that's a big opeth thing too it's like they'll kind of bring you through something and then they 
one riff will just like change it to a complete it'll just take you to a vortex of another place yeah and end out like at another place at the end or like they'll come they'll yeah. call back the original like the the intro or something they'll, they'll call it back at the yeah. end you're like oh fuck you know it's like it's like a stand-up mm-hmm. comedy guy like talking yeah. about like making a joke in the beginning callbacks and, and shit at the yeah. very end calling it back and be like oh and then that's why blah 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 and the whole crowd's like well, <laughs> you're like now yeah, i yeah, understand well, now i mic, understand bro. yeah totally yeah. and then they end they just drop the mic and walk off you're like Fuck, okay you know okay yeah this is why i paid to get in here because yeah, exactly just, oh yeah it was church and i learned something and i'm going home now exactly exactly yeah that's the thing about opeth man they're just where michael Eckerfeld, he's just master at that and that's one thing we never done like wrote like a really long song you know that just next album next out that's what i i mean <laughs> i really want to so bad i wonder but, you know, how they... but that's the thing about being in the band there's like other members that yeah yeah you know kind of have their ideas too so mm-hmm Totally, and, I'm, and I'm only one also, part of the. <laughs> and but I feel like you're a big, you're a big part of the album, though, or you're a big part of part of the band, though, as far as the writing and stuff like that. I could tell. Like, I mean, I don't know how actually that songwriting goes, but I feel like you're kind I do of write a lot. I I write most riffs, um, I'm a, but like I need help arranging because mm-hmm. I'm yeah. really like scatterbrained. And dude, the, I, I need love... I need another opinion to help me. I love people who are are okay with admitting that I can create all this, but it may be a little scattered, like you said, and I need somebody to hone me in because I just like shit things, not in shit's bad word. Sorry. Um, Mm, uh, Art. (laughs) Yeah. I fart. (laughs) Much better word, dude. (laughs) But no, it's like, I understand that too. It's like you have so many ideas and you don't necessarily know how to connect them all and to bring another brain in and be like, Oh, we know, I kind of know how to connect. Well, and also showing someone something too. Like you're showing something, you know, there's always like this, like anxiety behind showing someone something, you know what I mean? Like take a leak real quick. Yeah. Go piss. Go for it, dude. But no, what you're saying, Joel, I, I disagree with, I mean, don't disagree with fully, but like bouncing ideas off with, with other people most of the time like it, it's gonna cause like this back and forth thing that's gonna like s- well yeah. like for well for me the, the where that comes from is not it's just not having you know um you listen to something so much or you write something you you jam it a bunch and you're like in your head you're kind of like is it good like i don't know if it's good I don't know if it's, mm-hmm. you know, like you're, yeah, yeah. you're kind of like you spend too much like, time on something you don't really can't trust really what y- your your uh, can we, sec- can we segue real quick and look how fucking jet lagged Joseph is right now. <laughs> are you are you napping right now? <laughs> no, he's not napping. Oh, but... he went back to the dark light. No, he is. So so Joseph he's... is still coming back from the Bangladesh jet lag right now. He is hurting right now. And he jumped on here after a nap. And uh, such but a he's savage, dude. Just hanging in there. You're you know? such a Ben Savage, dude. <laughs> I, I have some questions for Ben left. Okay. That I'll, I'll, I'll ask. Nice. Uh, I want to, you know, I want to applaud the band for the new album, which is really good. So I really good. Cool. Dude. I actually, fuck it. I'm just going to go off on it. Uh, yeah, dude. I, I'm not a huge deathcore guy. So I was always like a little steps away from White Chapel. And then this one and the last one, too. But 
this one I think is like the first one where I'm like, holy shit, I, I'm going to call myself a Whitechapel fan. There you go. I like this album a lot. And part of it is Alex reading her on drums, uh, who does an amazing job. And of course, as a drummer, you know, I, I yeah, yeah. That. Hell yeah. Uh, ben, I was just, I was just saying, um, this is the Whitechapel album, Ken, that, that made me like a fan of Whitechapel, or I would say like, I am a Whitechapel fan. So I think it's Hell like yeah. the best record Thank you. so far, man. At least for guys like, like me, like it turned me on. I think that's um, so cool, Joseph, for you, you. Uh, say that because awesome. it, just, it, it brought to me the realization. It's like a, a band always wants new fans to come on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they change the jump style on around. The, jump like on the, the train. Yeah. We're still cruising down the tracks, dude. And if you can jump on, jump the fuck on and. And for a band like this has been doing it for as long as we've been talking about now and still, you know, constantly changing their not changing, but like morphing their their yeah. way they want to make music and all that stuff. They finally found, you know, got to a point where a, a Joseph could jump on the train, too. So I love that. It's like you constantly just morph and move into what you want to do and then whoever wants to jump on the fucking train we're, we're not well, moving too fast well, so to jump the white the chapel white, when people say yeah. white chapel they say it to death metal guys they might have a preconceived notion of like oh my brain is going to be like this is white chapel in this box yeah this yeah and then like what joseph is saying it's like they fucking changed it up and like actually brought like cool songwriting into it and like emotion and stuff and anyway joseph i don't mean to cut you off but that's kind of life. I feel like I was talking, talking way before Joseph stopped talking. So I know you're going to talk over all this. now, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'll think about like old songs that we wrote and I could see like, OK, I could see why. I could see why this sort of fan of music wouldn't like this sound, like wouldn't like this, how that sounds. Maybe that sounds too much like band totally. they hate or, you know, a certain style of music that's, you know, not. That. So it's like it's always just learning experience. It's not only learning works. experience, but it's not you should not be doing it for those people. You yeah. Know? Like yeah, yeah. It's it 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 should your music or art or whatever you do should never have anything to do with somebody else. Do it like I already said it earlier. Do it for yourself first, then yeah. put it out there. Yeah. And if they don't like it, fuck it. You're gonna find somebody who does. And let's let mm -hmm. let's let a Joseph finish. I feel like uh, Joseph had a. We, did we I keep cut him off. Did I we cut keep, Joseph we, off? We've cut him off like nine times. God, I'm sorry, guys. Sorry, all you deaths. <laughs> <Colleen. laughs> no, you're, um, you're still you're still cutting. You're still cutting. So I got something to say real fast. Yeah, go all for right. it. Oh, oh that's, I'm just kidding. Everyone's kidding, dude. I'm kidding. Come on. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I I really yeah, I don't know uh, where to wrap this other than just. uh I implore everyone to check it out. And I guess my one question, oh, I remember now. Um, so it's been pretty much the same lineup apart from drummer for the entire band's career. Is that right? Apart from some fill-in musicians? Uh, or Brandon Cagle set played on Somatic Defilement, the first album. Mm -hmm. and, the, and then Zach Householder joined on This Is Exile. But so for yeah, the last the like 12, 13 years, it's been the same lineup. Yeah. So that's pretty rare. Like, how does a band Super like rare. stay together, like the core lineup stay together that long? Whereas, you know, uh, a lot of bands see a lot of member changes. Because they got huge fucking quick and everyone <laughs> wants to be a part of them. 
Yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, we act, some of us act like we got better stuff to do, you know, but I mean, it's like, at the end of the day, we all sort of gravitate towards this. Um, and, and I don't know, we're all, you know, friends. Yeah, I was going to say friends. You know, we get each, other's, thing, right? get each other's humor, you know, if somebody, you know, says something negative or just pissed off we just know it's like they're probably just having a shitty day that's good Um, that's brotherhood dude that's that's what it is everybody you're in a group of people that have to be in contact all the time and not just have to be but like for example odious these guys are all my best friends dude so it's like if anybody in the band's having a rough day we can tell that it's happening it's just like oh dude it's chill dude yeah, it's yeah, like it's reading important. reading the room. You guys have grown up together and stuff. You guys are friends. Mm-hmm. And because you know, you know, you've had bad days too. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you've you're like, oh, okay. All right. I've had those too. I'm just blabbing. We're good. <laughs> Probably is some career success that helps though, because I know a lot of people leave metal when they yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. Um I mean, you know, for the first godly ten years, I mean, we're just hanging hanging on you know just learning how to live on just like a small budget and then we only really started you know kind of seeing actually like actually oh wow we're actually doing we're actually making something you know good it was after to like per, uh to perfect the small budget dude that's the yeah yeah thing, dude. perfect the small budget yeah, I mean, and you, know, Again, you learn a lot. You learn time. a lot of just. Uh... Fuck. <laughs> Joel's starting to get into me, dude. He starts to get under my shit. He starts fucking. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's true, though. Perfect the small, but perfect, perfect the small budget. Perfect the small budget. You can't perfect even say either. The small budget. You See said it more important. times than me now. That was a joke. See what's important. Um, so you guys are started nice. getting. Yeah, I keep drinking. Started realizing you know getting more into the uh the visual identity of the band that's Mm -hmm. kind of where we started seeing an increase like uh i guess after like our 10-year somatic defilement tour like people were like really like that nostalgic you know old school shit so we made merch based on that and then with the valley that's when it started getting Mm -hmm getting better because like we had actually a story like phil had this told the story through the album and then we had the album art with the eye and the valley is very striking totally. um, imagery mm-hmm. uh so it kind of creates a world in itself and it was very you know fun to you know make you know visuals to all the all those songs and everything we try to learned from that and continued it on with Ken. But uh, yeah, the visual element of a band is something we've come to uh, lead more into mm-hmm. now. Whereas the... before we were more like grinding. Yeah. We're just grinding. We'll just do tour after tour. We'll just do that. But now we're more, I guess, strategic about how we. Was the Valley more short stories? Ourselves. Was the Valley more yeah. short stories? And then the yeah. Ken is like a long story, right? Yeah. Ken is a, beginning to end because okay. we wrote we wrote the music and then we sequenced the album how we wanted to hear it musically mm-hmm. and then phil wrote 
the lyrics from beginning to end. That's strange because we're basically in the same boat right now with Odious, right? Like, Are you writing a full story? It's it's definitely a conceptual. <laughs> okay. Why don't you jump in the chat, bro? Why don't you listen for a little bit and fucking read some? Are we shit? fighting? Are we fighting? <laughs> I'm gonna fight you right now, dude. Why don't you Why don't you be present, dude? And you'll understand. Ew, Jesus. Hey, how's your uh, rib injury, Joel? <laughs> I just wanted to check in. Oh yeah, so I broke a rib. I have a broken rib right now. So you are you? uh, How's your breathing right now? It hurts a lot. (laughs) Alcohol is actually good. So they wanted to give me a Vicodin and Norco. I was like, those are bad. I'm not going to do that. Are you a side sleeper? Do you roll over on it in the night and wakes you up? Ah. I just I learned how to sleep my back. That's cool. I'm I'm now actually the best place you should be, dude. You should be. Yeah, I snore my back. Ben, are you a side sleeper or a fucking back sleeper or front sleeper? Uh, God, you know, I've gotten more into sleeping on my back. That's an old man move. I think it's like a that's like a like when you're getting into adulthood. That's a if you can sleep on your back, that's when things fucking. Well, you know, I always, Casey always can't sleep on his back. He's taking his head now. I always go to the side. I feel yeah, I fall asleep, asleep, but I, I asleep. want to sleep. I want to be a back sleeper. I want to. Me too. I've always I've envisioned being asleep. a back sleeper. I feel like that's the best. That's the best way to sleep. That's like the I, old, like old school dude, like that dude, like an old school man. Like you want to sleep on your back, yeah. like a man. You know? I fall asleep. Yeah. I force myself to fall asleep on my back, but I wake up on my stomach, dude. That's the worst. Yeah, you're like yeah. next all crick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like if you sleep on your stomach for too long, you're just gonna the the gut just kind of. I got a gut right now too, dude. I'm gonna be fucking. I'm gonna be losing some weight very soon. I have a. I have. I have a sleep paralysis. So I like. I freak out about like. I've woken up multiple times in my life from asleep, and I'm paralyzed. And my fucking and a demon's pillow. No, my face is in the pillow though. I can't breathe. Oh no! I'm I'm like freaking out. Like I'm like. I'm like. Oh, this is the way I die. This is. This is gonna this is gonna be where my friends have to like do a funeral for like <laughs> I'm gonna tell you a fucking story right now about my brother right now in Vegas, dude. So we both chew <laughs> Nicorette gum, dude. And we chew Nicorette gum. I was chewing it right now. Boom. He chews it too, because we grew up chewing in baseball and we got over the chew to get, to, get Nic- to the get to the story. Fuck you, dude. And <laughs> I don't the backstory. So he fought we're in Vegas and he falls asleep on his stomach. With gum in his mouth like this, it ends up in his armpit, dude. His gum stretched through his armpit, and he had to shave his armpit hairs off on one side. Oh my god! And I'm like, dude, do you shave the other side? Or you let it go. I, I, I say, just leave the one side. What yeah, do you be be unique, dude. You know, have one like fretless, <laughs> <laughs> double neck base. <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> All right. D- stop so, me from talking because Joel doesn't like me talking anymore. No, I love it. I'm I'm getting as drunk as you. I'm just more drunk than you. But uh no, I so, think I'm uh, more drunk than you. But so uh Ben, are you going on? I mean, is there any plans? I mean, obviously, like the pandemic and shit like that, you had to hold on to an album. I don't know if that was publicly spoken, but you had to hold on to an album, re- release it like when things started opening up again. So I feel like you got some big plans coming. I mean, right now might be a bad time to ask. Well, yeah, we Looking got that <laughs> Cannibal Corpse tour in. Uh, oh, I'm going to be there in a month. In a month in Berkeley. You know, anyway, we'll see. We'll see if oh. you know Omicron doesn't. <laughs> California is pretty brutal too. Like the, I Omicron sounds like a sick black metal band. 
It is. It is for sure. Yeah, it does. There, really. we're, I was going to go high on fire on New Year's Eve. High on fire and like some bands and stuff on New Year's Eve. And it got canceled the day before. And I was like, Damn. so that's what's, that's what's fucked up about like traveling bands. Like bands that are traveling. Things are like, yeah. they're like, uh, well, it's bad now. And they're like, well, shit, dude, we're already like we've been traveling like the yeah. whole time. <laughs> like it's, it's like touch and go like a motherfucker, dude. Yeah, we just yeah. bought all this is. merch. We got all yeah, this yeah. merch. <laughs> totally. Yeah. It's like, are you guys yeah. gonna turn to a white chapel store now or what's gonna go on? Like, you know, but uh yeah, Everything it's scary right go. now. Yeah, Nobody... I think I, I, f- I feel like every show is gonna pretty much I feel like I feel like it's done. I feel like even though the the numbers are high, the deaths are at record low. I don't, don't want to get in like political, but I just looked at the stats today. <laughs> And it was like, I want to get political, were... but here's science. <laughs> I know. I looked at science. I know science, um, science isn't political, right? I looked at two absolutely graphs. Absolutely not. So I looked at two graphs and it's the highest like today it's ever been with people have getting COVID. This today is the highest. Yeah. And of the whole thing. And then I looked at deaths and it was the like second to lowest. So I was like, should we just, you know, I don't know. I don't okay. feel like they're going to shut it down because of that. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like if people are like actually dying then maybe to, the, then you have to shut down to just like, add to your thing dude if you were a virus okay <laughs> and and you want to continue for the longest time you can possibly continue you wouldn't want to kill this why your i don't host. smoke weed anymore dude <laughs> you wouldn't want to kill your host dude no we're gonna keep everybody alive and we're just keep so just, the virus knows dude it's already this. caught up dude. wow yeah yeah he wants to keep everyone alive so they could live yeah exactly dude and it really is like that dude like well the human race if we if we were a virus would we want to be batted down by a vaccine no we would want to keep going dude and that's yeah you want to get around it and just be like yeah Yeah. it's a marathon not a sprint and yeah that's (laughs) the thing it's like let's make it mellow dude it's becoming the fucking uh casey's here he's probably gonna edit this shit out um it's it's just like the flu now, guys. No, I'm just I'm not being that guy. I'm just saying like we're gonna no, keep no, no. hearing side by side. You're right. Flu, COVID, cold. You've been watching COVID. the new South Park. That's gonna be the. South oh Park. no, I need to watch that new South. They have like multiple movies on COVID, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's gonna be it's gonna. Flu was here before I was it? born. <laughs> flu was here before I was born. It's gonna be like that, guys. I'm oh not damn. Saying, you you don't think it's gonna be that? You think it's gonna be? I oh, know we, we already changed subjects. Oh, can I other. can I get <laughs> back to that <laughs> Cannibal Corpse tour? Uh, yeah, I I didn't remember you guys were on that tour. I'm already planning on seeing that in Santa Ana. Now I'm like extremely oh, psyched because yeah. I look back Thanks at the lineup back and I'm up, like, Joel. that's like four bands. I I'm stoked to see. I thought it was be three bands, and I'm like, oh shit, yeah. White Chapel's sick too. I forgot. So that's four yeah. bands. I'm way stoked on. You know we're gonna. Come out there swinging. We'll play. We'll play some heavier shit. Uh, any we'll announcement on a shit. drummer for that tour, or is that under? Yeah, we're playing. Uh, we're bringing this guy Brandon Zaki out. Nice. Plays in the span Enterprise Earth right now, and uh, yeah, we're taking him out. Uh, you know, we sent some guys sent some some videos, and we liked his style. Um. Like how he played, so that's cool. Like yeah. Our drum position's like fluid, you know, right now. Yeah, as uh, you know, you have to we, find. You know, I we, mean, we for... lost, we lost Rudinger, and yeah, you no, know, I mean, uh, I think everyone's lost Rudinger, though. Yeah, but uh, 
<laughs> he's fucking amazing. He's he's yeah, literally he's, he, yeah, he's, he's probably the best metal drummer. Sick, Can we just be real? Drummer. Yeah. Right? He's, he's very sick. cool. I like yeah. watching his videos and I'm like, gee, like that. I, I don't know. He's so solid and everything he hits. It's like it's like scientific. Like everything it is. Hits. And it's yeah. so powerful. Totally. Yeah. It's, yeah. He's one um, of a kind. And uh, Revocation, awesome live. And then Shadow of Intent, that's pretty big break for that band to get on this tour. Um, yeah. And I felt like they've been like the up and coming band for a couple years now. So I'm really excited to see them live for the first time. Totally. Yeah. Fun, uh, yeah. Should be a good chore. Good chore. Good chore. The sober guy is <laughs> slurring now. I wanted We're... to say good show. And then I said, dude, I can totally talk. Very non. Right now. <laughs> so, don't so, jesus me while i'm talking right, inter- you're interrupting a conversation what you're saying because i was so, going off of joel uh, what's been what's up ben what's up ben? joseph how, how do you know how do you know uh joel uh i'm i was friends yeah casey. i was uh i was an old decrepit birth odious mortem fan and then i met casey and then i knew casey for like 10 years uh hung out on and off and then he invited me to do the podcast and i'm like Oh my god! Like all these other musicians, like Joel and Anthony, that I've been a so fan Joseph's of. So Joseph's in Discord. Discord. Yeah. But I play yeah. drums. I play He's drums being with... humble. He plays drums play in drums. the current Discord lineup, yeah. and like twenty other it. crazy bands. Hell He's yeah. fucking insane. Yeah. So sick? how this thing happened, dude? <laughs> ben, how this? I try. Oh, Come on! I mean, I can I groove? I I don't do band. I know a band that might. Hey, he can just groove. But just groove. Yeah. I agree. That'd be sick, dude. Let's talk. <laughs> yeah, get us a video of Saws of Law. Okay. The reason how this happened, dude, Joseph is actually being a little modest too, because he you had the idea of this, right? You and Casey had the idea of this. True. Yeah. And and I was like the pilot <laughs> episode. That's true as well. Yep. Um, so yeah. All right. I also, I'm going to shut up of, now. You guys fucking all are looking at me. Part now. of me uh, inventing the plan is is I also I get to decide when the episodes are over and it's time to post pod. Uh, as you know, this is every time I say, hey, let's wrap this up so we can hang out. We get drunk, dude. What time is it? Yeah, I, yeah I, that's the other thing. I'm sober as fuck. <laughs> oh, God. Must be a nightmare hey, for I you. just pulled off uh, four weeks sober. What? No. Bangladesh, for, you didn't drink anything. I, I can two, do it too. I drank. I, I drank. I drank twice. I drank Christmas Eve and I drank New Year's Eve, but I only had like a couple drinks each night. So nice. four weeks completely sober. But that and was I decided in to like keep it going a little Bangladesh? bit when I'm here. So you were yeah, in, I was in Bangladesh. Yeah, during Christmas too. Yeah. So what did they drink over there? What's nothing? Like, it's a Muslim country. I mean, people. Well, drink, I know. So what did you get a hold of? Oh, uh, there was some whiskey and some uh, rum. It's just bottles of hard alcohol liquor it's not liquor no beer yeah. or anything like that there was some people said there were beer that there are bars uh now but uh i didn't see any i didn't go to any so i i, I only got secondhand like what do you guys drink and they said yeah we can drink beer too but i didn't see any so um but yeah dude there's you know they go crazy for metal out there too um That's awesome. there's like a daca metal fest next month i was like damn if only i'd come in february i would have headline that shit <laughs> tried to bring is there, a band is out. it all local shit or do you, is there there's a band called names there's a band called severe dementia from bangladesh 
they're actually weird, signed to transcending obscurity records which is what lost of lucy are signed to oh wow nice. i think oh, they're yeah. the biggest uh Bangladeshi death metal band. Um, there's ben, a bunch you, of other bands. Have you yeah. played out there? Have you played India or anything like that? Like, no, or, no, no. We played no Asia tour. Uh, we did an Asia tour. We played. Uh, we played uh, Indonesia. <laughs> Indonesia. Oh, hell yeah! Uh, they love it out there. Yeah. Singapore, Hong Kong. Uh, What's the uh, most? Uh, yeah. Sh- like. Uh, place you've been shocked by their culture while you've been there on tour um the california probably (laughs) (laughs) he's like fresno (laughs) i mean i mean probably indonesia i mean it's yeah wild out there you know yeah got wild you know wild dogs running around you know shanty towns like, how like was the houses food? houses made from how was the buyout in indonesia dude <laughs> um they it was catered it was catered. Yeah. Oh, okay nice catered, catered. that's definitely the best way to do it yeah hell yeah yeah just here's here's 10 bucks go well yeah up. dude they wanted you out, out there find something. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it was yeah it was wild it was um yeah, just you know, severe poverty. Yeah. yeah. But, but, but uh, their love for metal, dude. Yeah, yeah. We played like this this like stadium and like everyone like every like oh god, it was huge. I think Megadeth headlined and it was like Damn. Gigantic. So uh I actually gotta give a shout out to uh Naveen and Cheney. Are you, they moved to Knoxville, right? Nashville. Nashville. That's the yeah. same. Ville, whatever. Johnsonville, Nashville, it's Knoxville. A, how how yeah. far is Knoxville and Nashville for, away from each other? Uh, two two hours and so it's not minutes. the same at all, Joel. Yeah, two hours and forty five. I don't know geography. Yeah. yeah. Knoxville is East Tennessee. Okay. Nashville is Middle Tennessee. Oh yeah. And Tennessee is like a big just rectangle. Well, you can get ground. to them a lot faster than we can now. Yeah, they they live. 10 15 minutes from me oh, oh they nice. do dude oh shit yeah, yeah okay i'm just waiting for him to uh you know get settled in because they moved yeah yeah like, yeah a couple of, i'm just wait till we get settled in i'll hit him up like, what's up they already did a podcast last night or the night before and they released it and they're like dude fucking tennessee is like already so much sicker than california like fuck like that was basically like really? a full like fuck california they're like Dude, everyone's nice to us when we go. Like, we get like everything's like half the price. And like, I they were like, I listened to it and I was sitting there going like, I want you guys to move back. Fuck you guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I was yeah, like, mad. Well, it's, it's, the weather's been wild here. Like the other day, it was like seventy-eight degrees, and then now it's like seven inches of snow. What the Damn. fuck? Yeah, and uh, you know, it's been like, tornadoes tornado warnings around oh yeah they had that well, like a lot before they tornado warnings moved they're yeah. like oh dude are you okay and they're like we haven't even moved yet it's just- <laughs> yeah yeah then nashville's like yeah in kentucky and you know north alabama's become like it's like tornado alley now it's crazy it's kind of shifting 
it's like shifting there. The globe is. I wonder why it is like that position on the planet. Like you guys get that crazy of a thing in California. I'm like, oh, dude. We'll be there too. It'll like in like a few thousand years, like Tornado Alley will just be like well, through I'm gonna California. Die way before that. <laughs> well, you got you got waves. You know, you got tsunami waves to eventually worry about. Never had uh, a tsunami wave. I, <laughs> we spent all the money to do the warnings. That's, that no was always so funny waves. about like the difference between the South and, and and California. Like we'd get in these conversations, they'd be like, "Well, I could never fucking deal with an earthquake." And I was like, "Dude, I have nightmares about tornadoes. I've never even seen one. Like, yeah. a, like they're the scariest thing I've ever seen. In my, like in my nightmares, yeah, tornadoes oh. are yeah. No, totally. Are, you know, keep your toes. It makes you know makes you appreciate every day. The lightning in to- New Mexico was like one of the most realest things ever, dude. Because it like came down right next to us dude no you have to also too. the cool thing about tornadoes is like you have to build like a man cave you know like you have to build like an underground if you're yeah. like in the alley you have to go underground and like build a, a, a actual place a for bunker, you guys to survive yeah. a bunker I so need, like i need to do that yeah so make it your ma- like make it a jam spot too like I you know everything's safe spot. everything's safe down there like yeah. all your equipment's safe and all a, your you buy like sealed versions of all the albums that you love. Oh, dude! And it's just like, Here's a pro tip, by the way. Everyone getting their trailer <laughs> stolen. Everyone getting their trailer stolen. All their gear stolen. Put these everywhere. Just they're only. Th- it's the new Apple uh like uh, air. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Air like uh, tag air tag. You want to find so, where um, it is, dude? And then the grid goes down. How are you gonna find it, dude? It's, it tells you where it last was. So like, well, yeah, yeah. When you don't have a computer that works. Well, no, no. Just for thieves on tour. I'm talking about for bands. Yeah, dude, we're fucking Mad Maxing no. <laughs> this shit right now, dude. <laughs> no, but like, you know, bands that get like their shit stolen, their yeah. whole trailer stolen stuff. Like if you can hide a few of these in your, they're 30 bucks a piece. 30 yeah, bucks. Put one of them in like the, in the back porthole of one of your, your most expensive guitar or something. Exactly. Oh, no, yeah. no, totally. I'm already, I already Just ordered four more. That. I'm getting like. They're no, like super yeah. like in my house. They like tell me where my keys are on my house. In like, reality, what I, I've seen plenty of those on keychains of customers that come into the shop and I'm like, oh, I need I need to do this now because yeah. things that I just want to keep track of. Well, that's up for. Uh, yeah, I bought them for birthday presents and stuff coming up. And like, I'm just like, they're not. I, they're pretty affordable, right? Well, 30 bucks. Yeah. I was gonna say like thirty. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Bucks. Like, hide it. Like what, what Ben was saying, hide it in your fucking port of your guitar because people are like, my guitar got stolen at the show. Like, if it's a, car, a guitar that you care about, put a thirty dollar investment into hiding something into the fucking. Yeah. They're not. They're not gonna open the electronics to change the. They're like, I want active pickups now, dude. I'm gonna fucking open these things and like they're not gonna do that. Like, it's put it like in everything that you can think yeah. of be stolen and just track it down. Like it's mm-hmm. now a thing now. Should be so, in the, like yeah, guitar because if even if they don't. If they leave the trailer, but they steal the instruments, I mean, they'll pick it up a guitar. Totally. They're not picking up a road case or cat. put it in all of my right sandal, you know, like all the, cause I'm, I put the left on and I'm like, where the fuck's the right sandal, dude? I need, it is, dude. <laughs> I don't know that, or a 3,000 or 4,000 guitar. <laughs> Probably one of those. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, dude, I just need my flip flops, dude. Got some Yeezus have sandals. Flip flops. Got those new. 2022 20, Jesus, Jesus, Sanders. yeah, yeah I got some my Air Jordan, fucking Air Jordan, Sanders, yeah, classics. <laughs> no, but that's my uh, my pro tip, which I hope no thieves are listening, is the uh, hide those things everywhere because okay. I've that's actually the first time I've heard of it, so yeah, I, I randomly watched a video of this, like, I went like I guess viral of this dude, like that was getting shit stolen from his like farm or whatever, 
And then he decided to set up a trap and he set up like all these stealable things and put them in vision of where that road was going by his house. And dude just came, stole it. And they just fucking went right to his house. He had all of his shit. Like he, you know, it's like, it's a very smart thing for $30. It's fucking, it's really smart. The dude who made the, like the, like crazy, explosion trap that would happen if you stole his packages oh yeah yeah like the yeah. litter and stuff it like would, that and the fart spray in the fart spray and the yeah, glit- yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. awesome dude totally. Love it. that's totally not white chapel shit though so uh so anyways we're gonna see here, you campbell guys. corpse we're gonna see you cannibal corpse so you're gonna you're fucking coming to berkeley i'm gonna see you there i'm gonna have to get oh, yeah, the, together the oc hug each other OC yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was super cool for Joel to invite me, dude. I invited him <laughs> to the show at the end of this. Oh, no, our, and... my, it's in March, right? March? Yeah, yeah. Hey, dude, Anthony, March come is see fucked. it with me down in... I'll go with OC. Joseph, dude. Yeah, yeah I'm going to we'll go see with it together. Joseph. Yeah, I don't want to see it with Anthony. You can see it back to back, OCLA. <laughs> Two nights Anyways, in a row. Thank you, I'm, Ben, I'm for gonna coming. Be I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there, dude. I want to be there because it sounds amazing. Let's yeah. do it. ben i love you buddy thank you for coming on man i really appreciate like you fucking you're always you've always been the nicest like i said in metal like you've hit me up and like i'm in town i'm like oh shit and you're playing a show and you're like you're like the guy that like has been the coolest guy out of all the bands that i've hung out with that it like constantly reaches out like hey what's going on wow let's hang out blah blah it's it's always been very impressive because you guys have been like getting bigger and bigger bigger (laughs) but you've always kept like like you're same you've always been the same like that's something that i've always like brag about with you guys with it's like how you guys have started from the you know small beginnings and you guys are huge now but you've been the same the whole time yeah i mean uh uh yeah dude i appreciate appreciate you you man and uh you know i feel like we're you know kind of kindred kindred brothers in a way and you know kind of kin connected Yes. Yeah. Ha ha ha. It's also promotion. <laughs> let's start the old uh we used to call each other. We used to call each other all the time. Let's call each other and have those. Yeah, those let's conversations. call each other. Yeah, I always dude, I, I love I love your memes. You know, I <laughs> oh dude, my I, memes are just straight you're, stolen, you're, dude, dog. You're, I know, but <laughs> that's what I was about to say. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you hit up these you know, you got quality t- you got good taste. Yeah, you too, man. You steal. I love so. you, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got quality. I'm, I'm a fucking barrel forged fucking forgerist. <laughs> yeah. You are a barrel forged motherfucker. But no, I appreciate you coming on, man. And fucking we'll hang out very soon. And uh, let's yes. do this in person again. Yeah. Fucking Jesus Christ. It's been Blessed. 10 yeah. years. No, I've seen I want to be now. there too. So hopefully you guys come to the Bay Area. So I, me and Joel and Joseph, uh, Casey, fly up for that shit. We'll all show up. Cali Death fucking crew. Fucking yeah. death. We're, just, we're a crew we're now, here, dude. dude. We're in hardcore crew. Night. We're going to fight other crews. Yeah. <laughs> like any crews that step up, we're going to hardcore down. What are we going to fight real them quick, with, dude? Real quick before we end this podcast, there was a story that I told. It was about like we were in New York playing with suffocation. It was Whitechapel suffocation. And you guys were like, I don't know if we can go on. Oh, dude, this is the there story. Like, yeah. There was some like crew or something that like wants to like shoot us or something. Like made a threat or something. Wait, who against us? We were so you guys, Long Island. We were suffocation <laughs> and stuff. And uh, there was some. We were in the like the. Remember this? It's a venue that has like a bus that you sit on as your backstage. And we were all back there, and you guys like got some like fucking social media thing, and there was like I don't know, they're gonna like shoot at us, is what they said. 
And then you guys were like, I don't know if we should go on. I'm like, uh, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I was like, I was like, I mean, I have, I only have so much body. I can't like jump in front of everything. Yo, man, the show's got to go on. You're going to, yeah, you're going to make your guarantee or what? <laughs> Do you That's have any, what it comes down to, dude. No, you guys literally were. Dude, did you deserve that? Did you earn that little Caesar's? Fucking catering. <laughs> it's totally true, dude. No, seriously. I remember that you guys were like literally worried in the back. I remember like having to calm you guys down. Not calm you guys down, but just like be worried with you. Oh my god. Well, thank you for <laughs> for taking <laughs> taking your worry out with your Reiki. No, I'm yeah, I just fucking yeah, I got it out. <laughs> you guys were on stage. I only got shot a couple times. You guys were good. Oh but, uh, good. no. Hello, you shot. Thank you for coming on, man. And, yeah, and I love you, Joel. Let's, uh, nice let's meet you, man. Let's do this, uh, this outro by Anthony right now. Nice yeah, yeah. to meet you, Joseph. Nice to meet you, buddy. Totally, dude. And uh, let's outro real quick. Well, buddy. quick pre pod section. But uh, yeah, thanks we'll, to we'll, all we'll, the subscribers. We'll have a quick pre pre pod. Yeah, quick pre pod <laughs> from Did Barrel I say pre pod? Yes, you did. Fuck. Post pod. It's all. We're going to have a barrel pod. Yeah, yeah. No, no barrel pods. We're having a battle forged coffee fueled fucking post pod, guys. I'm gonna go make it. Dude, it's right here, dude. It's in my hand, dude. (laughs) Is it barrel forged coffee? No, it's not, guys. Let's do it right. They they (laughs) they told me super they noticed that i fucked up so let's do this again dude all right all right let's let's okay let's leave the floor to anthony take it away okay Okay, all right so really just that these guys are our fucking homies dude battle force coffee go buy that shit dude buy that coffee go drink it love it uh i love you guys and i love the resident homies thank you so much ben for being with us and giving us your time. I mean, you're on, you're on the East coast right now, right? Basically. Yeah, right. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, central, thank you so much standard. for giving me your time, dude. I mean, it, it, it is, I'm, I'm just honored and, and humbled that you would give us all that time. So thank you so much, Ben. Oh, and, dude, of and, course, man. I love, love Cali, love Cali death. I've been a fan of, you know, just all your bands for, you know, years. God damn. Thank you so much. We're dude. on 15 and years now. So it's like it's, it's it's an honor. It's a pleasure to be on here. So I'm 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 super fucking Love pumped to hear that, dude. And and yeah, that's exactly why you're here with us, dude. We homie shit. All right. Yes, I love right. you guys. Have a great weekend, and we will back one boop. We will be back once again next week. Have a fucking great time until then. Rock on.